All right. So I don't know where we left off. I think we was talking about my mama beating me up or something like that. Um, which happened That's a couple times. Which happened a couple of times, you know. You know mom's gotta do what they gotta do. Hard headed boys, yep. Hear me all up a few times. Yeah, she had to tie me up a, a couple of times. I was wild though. I was wild. They put me in church, all that. I'd be throwing up gang signs doing church when they be praying and everything. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I didn't know any better. Or so I acted like I didn't know any better. So do you create um, just to create or do you create just for when you're doing business? Um, it, it started out um, for business because I want to say back in 2010, 11 2010 uh there was a manager who for whatever reason couldn't go along to get along and she wanted to be friends and i was not there to be friends and when when you become friends with with managers and you weren't friends before you were placed in that position uh, position uh the lines get blurred very quickly and I, I didn't want that. I wanted to come in, do what I needed to do, and leave. Anyway, long story short, she fired me. And I was like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Wait, what's, what's, what's funny? Because you cut the story short. He's like, anyway, I got fired. So it was probably. I mean, <laughs> it was probably. That, that, what, what happened? It doesn't even matter. She was wrong in what she did. And of course, the, the company sided with her. So, you know, it is what it is. But honestly, it was like, it was the best thing that happened. It was, it was, it was a blessing in disguise. Of course, I didn't see it that way at first, but um, you know, I took that time off to be with my babies. Um, I had a little money saved up, so I took that entire summer off, and we hit every uh, water park. We had water passes uh, to Joliet Splash Station, and um, we just lived it up. But then. Um, 2011, um, my husband proposed and I was like, okay, uh, you know, he was cool with paying for everything, but I'm like, the unemployment is cool, but you know, I would at least like to pay for my own dress. So that's when, um, Quad Knots was born. I started off just making jewelry and selling it to my daughter's uh, preschool teachers. And actually the name Quad Knots came from that because the first uh, necklace and bracelet set that I sold, the teacher really, really loved it. But uh, she told me one day she went to go put it on and like the beads had come out. So of course I was like, wait, what, how? So, um, I, I made her another set. I told her she can keep those beads, do whatever she please. And um, when I started uh, the jewelry that I made from there to make sure that um, that they stayed together as opposed to two knots, I would put four knots in the uh, in the jewelry to secure it. And I was like, okay, I don't know exactly where this is gonna go but I, I need to call it something. And I was like, four knots? I'm like, nah, I don't really like four knots. And then I was just like, 
why not quad knots? And not? it just stuck. Yeah. And that was what? 10 years ago. Bong, bong. Happy 10 year anniversary. Do you know what today <laughs> But yeah, so it, it started out um, as business, but now, you know, like I, it's been 10 years. Of course, I have evolved. Um, I went from making jewelry to uh, screen printing and I liked it, but I don't know. It didn't make me as happy as I thought it would, but then... One day, my daughter and I, we were in Walmart and she saw this really pretty dress and I am probably the most frugal person you will ever meet. Mm. And I just did not see me paying $46 for that dress. I was like, I can make that. Never brought a sewing machine in my life. Never even sat down and took a class. But I was like, I need to try to make this dress for her. It didn't come out exactly you know how we thought it would but it was a start and I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed it was, it was almost like a puzzle to me you know getting my uh, fabric cutting out my pieces and then finally finishing the puzzle you know when I finished sewing it was like wow I did that like I really took the time out to sit there and I did that and it, it just made me entirely happy. The assumption for me would have been you took tailoring in the high school. <laughs> nope, not one class at all. I've got my machine. They showed me how to use it because you, you got one class and they didn't even really teach you how to sew. They showed you how to use the machine. Mm-hmm. And after that, it just took off slowly, but it took off. Very good progression. You've done well. Thank you. Do you ever plan on opening a store? So you know what? That's where the frugal part of me come in. I am so I'm I'm cheap. I'm I don't I don't want to pay for um I don't want to pay. I don't <laughs> I want to pay <laughs> I don't want to pay for space. Like a lot of people always ask me about a website and I don't want to pay $30 a month. I I just don't. I mean, maybe as, um, you know, maybe if business um, continues to take off and I'm in a place where uh, maybe I'll have to outsource some things. Is possibly. your business registered? What? It is. It, it is registered. Does yes. your business have a bank account? I do. The business, not you. Does the business have a bank account? It does. Okay. You should get a website. You know, you can be as mad as me. You can be as mad at as mad as me. Hey, I hear you. I hear you one hundred percent. You should get the website, and then have you opened up a line of credit for this business? I have not. Okay, I'm not going to discuss everything on here but these are things that you should do no i trust me i the next thing do you have a good credit score yes i am close to 800 woman you need to stop look look (laughs) i know like i said i know all of this i it's, it's just something about paying for something that 
I can do for free that I, I just haven't overcome yet. Oh. And, and then also, like, even with right now, like, I don't know if you saw the sweatshirt that I posted yesterday, um, the the 19 established 1981 sweatshirt. I, I'm the only one that that does embroidery in, in this house. And I think I'm the only one. Let me take that back. I'm not the only one that do, does embroidery like in Chicagoland. Or just, you know, the surrounding areas from uh, northeast, west, and south side of Chicago. Um, but but it's just me. And right, right now, just off that one sweater that I posted Saturday, I've got 18 orders. Okay. One sweater. It, and I'm the only person... So I'm not saying you you should open the actual physical brick and mortar store. I just want to make sure that you get to the bank account and open up your online. No, I mean that's 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 done. But you know the whole the so my background. No, nobody taught me about credit and um, not spending your 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 check before you actually get it you know what i'm saying i mean of course you you can't spend what you don't have but if i get paid friday i can overdrive my account on thursday because the money will be in there friday and i won't be charged a fee but as far as like saving and stuff like like nobody i, no I didn't get any, you know Rachel, I mean? a lot of us weren't taught that i, I mean yeah and, 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 and i get it you can't teach what you don't know correct so um you know, I my first credit card. I was like, "Y'all giving me five hundred dollars?" Just I'm eighteen. No, you just giving shit. it to me. I threw that. Okay, shit. I went on sixty third and Halsey, bought a couple of Timberland boots. <laughs> and I was like, "You could not tell me nothing." And then it was time to pay back, and it was like, "All I gotta give y'all back is thirty five dollars a month." Who's reading all of that fine print at eighteen? Not me. Nobody. So I think you know how you, you're in school and all the credit card people there on registration day, they're up there at their booths. Well, I don't know about now, but they're up there at their little booths or at their tables wanting you to fill out for these credit cards. And you know, you're automatically approved. So I didn't, like I said, I didn't, I didn't get told that. So I think I had maybe like two or three max amount. And after a while, it was like, I already have what I wanted, you know, from the card. I, I ain't giving them nothing back. But <laughs> you know, once I paid the $35 back a few times, it's like, what they gonna do? Not realizing that, you know, in my early 20s, this bad credit you know, it's 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 not allowing me to buy a car. Correct. It's not allowing me to purchase a home. So it's like, wait a minute. Uh, like, are you like, telling me the decisions like I made? Streets. It's your reputation amongst exactly. Yeah. So I had to double down, learn about it myself. Yeah, I I think a lot of us had to because we didn't know. So for me, it was like when they gave when I finally went and got the car issued to me, I didn't touch it. 
I haven't touched it for a while. I only touched it for emergencies. And when I did it, I felt like dirty. Like, I don't, you know, like I got to, I did. It was just like, yo, I got to, because I got to, like, you got to give, it's credit. Like somebody's like, yo, you got to pay that back. I felt dirty when I was like, oh, now I got to give motherfuckers back the money, man. Like, what the hell? Like, I don't want to do that. But luckily for me at the time, I'm very grateful for the opportunity that I had doing music. Uh, I was able to pay certain things back within weeks or months time and I didn't never I never cared or worried about it so my credit balance would just go up but I didn't know none of that stuff like I had to figure that type of stuff out because I was used to just doing everything in cash or using my little my little bank account you know and, and doing everything but no a lot of us don't know and I'm so glad now there are so many services like my cousin Lamario and and every other person Stephanie Jeffrey who has their own a business where they can inform you of, of these type of things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, that's why I be posting. Like a lot of time, I don't age focusing on negativity or like nonsense. I always dedicate time to doing things on my page that you know can help people out or or be inspirational or get a laugh or something out of it. But I try to I go looking for things that make you know that create change. You know, hey. Get your credit straightened out because there's things you may want to get a house. You may want to get a condo. You may want to build. If you like me, you want buildings. You know what I mean? Like you don't want, you want everything. You want the money to make money. You don't want to um, just own a house. You want the money to make money. So, so like th those things are very important to me, but I understand. Like I feel dirty, man. I was like, oh, you know, crying in the corner. Like, yo, why, why did I do that? <laughs> you know, but. I would block, I, but then I, I, someone hit, put me to the game. They was like, yo, if you buy plane tickets, if you spend on plane tickets and you get points for this, that, and the third, like you got to learn how to use it in your favor. So those are the things I was doing, taking vacations, Oahu, um, going to all these different places, Hawaii, all over the place and using it for things like that. But it's just, it's one of those things that I know personally in my, in my household, like we weren't taught anything about that. You know right. I mean? And I know the people around me weren't taught that shit either. So it was all a struggle for each one of us. But then I was the one who kind of like broke the barrier, who was just like, yo, we need to we should probably do this instead of doing that. And I just started telling people, hey, if you if you're going to open a business, these are things that you should probably do, because salute to some of the homies from the bank. I call them my homies because they looked out. They made sure that I knew what I was doing when I came to the bank and was opening businesses or helping my friends open businesses. They was teaching me about Roth IRAs and things like that. Um, if if we were full time employees, what to do with your 401k to leverage it to buy a, a building or a house, whatever it was. So those are things that are are integral in our lives that we don't necessarily know. It ain't nobody teaching us. Can you imagine going to school every day and being taught that? And being able to create businesses within your own community, you would never go to an outsider. You would stay within your exactly. own, right? Exactly. Why would I? Why would I go to you? Like, I release myself from calling you big brother or or God. Like, you—that's no longer a factor now because I know, I know in my community we can do it for ourselves. Right. You know? So, yeah, I, I hope I wasn't on a tangent or anything like that, but. Um, so everybody work. out there getting credit in order. It's a, it's it's imperative, and more people should do it. And if you know, teach people how teach people how to do it, because I definitely don't mind telling nobody nothing. Um, it's free game as long as you do it correctly. Except for people I know that went and got them. Yeah, except <laughs> I know people I know that went and got them foreclosed homes. 
and you ended up in jail, you did it to yourself, pimp. You did it to yourself. So, yeah. I don't know. Um, moving along. Okay. Uh, what was I going to say? I forgot. It looks like you're in a stock room, but are, where are you? Like in the basement? <laughs> it's kind of a stock room. It's my... Uh... It's my sewing area. Okay. Okay. And this is this is fabric. This this is my happy place. Stock room. So do you work and then come home and Yep. Try to create. Okay. Say that again. I was saying, do you work and then come home and try to create? Yep. Generally, um, like there, there has always, I have an Excel sheet where I, um, where I keep up with paid orders because regular, I don't even consider it an order if we just had a conversation and, uh, funds haven't been transferred, but paid orders, uh, I keep an Excel sheet. And when I leave work, I go by who's next in line, um, with, with their payment. When, when I receive a payment for whatever, I you automatically go on the spreadsheet. Um, and the only way someone will be able to bump in front of someone else is, is if I don't have the person before them, if I don't have what I need on hand, if I have to wait for it to come in the mail, then the next person under them will get bumped up. But for the most part, that's what I do, Monday through Friday. Um, I work part-time. I've been working part-time for a while because, um, I like being here with the kids. I can't send them off in the morning, but I can be here when they get out. So, um, I, I work, I'm usually home between 1230 and one, and I create until about 425 because my little guy has to be picked up by 430 and then that kind of ends it right there unless uh unless I have something that's pressing then um my husband will take over and then I'll come back down and finish up and on the weekends I try not to um be down here that much because you know you need that family time so so would you consider yourself a super mom? <clears throat> definitely. De <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely do. I wear it proudly, though. You should. You should. I think you're one of the exceptional people that I know. Thank you. You are. Um, I'll say that proudly. Lately, I've been giving out compliments, and I only give out compliments when I mean a shit. So it ain't, it ain't, I ain't giving you no job. You know, appreciate it. You know, um, I, I mean the shit. I don't I don't waste my time doing that. You know, uh, recently a friend of mine, he's an artist. He had a TED talk uh, for his art pieces that he did. I post I think I posted on my IG and on my uh, the, the stories, Facebook stories, the art pieces that he created. Uh, the TED talk, they really didn't go into what he actually did in his opinion. They gave a very small summary. It was like five minutes. I was like, oh, y'all didn't let him get into the shit. Y'all didn't let him talk his shit, but you know, y'all, y'all understood what he did with that art. Like, y'all know what them white monkeys was and everything. Like, y'all curious about right. that. 
So um, me and him had a conversation about it and we need to have another one so he can go in depth about what it is he was doing and his his thinking and his process to, of, of, of the three panel pieces that he created. So um, I definitely gave him a comment about it. Um, and I, I meant it because when you look at it, there's so many things that you see when you're looking at the art piece as a total, as a put together. And, and then, you know, for me, it was just like, there are people in the piece. This is what I got out of it. In the piece, you see, he uses monkeys instead of human beings. So there are white monkeys and there are black monkeys, right? And it, it, there's a lot of symbolism in the piece, but in the end, if you're paying attention to what I saw, it was that the, the most important part of the piece was being degraded and defamed. He wasn't being given a name. He was, he was being given a name. He wasn't being allowed to show who he was. You understand? So um, that's something we've had to deal with since persecution, kidnapping, abduction, pillage, rape, and all that over the last five, 600 years. So that's what I got from the piece. But I told him when I first saw it and he put up, he said, man, G, what you think it is? And when I saw it, I was, yo, and right away, he started laughing. He was like, you see it? I was like, I don't know what I'm looking at, but I know, I know the different things that I'm seeing. And and he was taught, we talked about it personally. So I gave him a big salute on that. Um, he's done well though. I'm very proud of him and everybody else from uh, Shelby County, shenanigans, SES crew, creative Kim folk and all of them. Shout out to Memphis, Tennessee. Appreciate y'all. Orange Mound, you dig. Yeah, so I definitely uh, give you that compliment because I appreciate what you're doing. It's inspirational for me too. It's just like one of those things like, okay, they work and I need to keep working. I gotta, I gotta keep working. I can't stop. Like I gotta music. If I'm, if I'm doing mentor work, I gotta do that. Um, if it's a podcast, I gotta do that. I gotta keep, keep, gotta keep going. So I definitely give you the big salute for that. Super mom. I don't have like no pamping and then where I can keep that shit in. You know what I'm saying? So we I don't gotta, need that. It's totally fine. We don't yeah, need it. So I gotta do it on my own. I gotta do it on my own. But yeah, uh, so next up, I wanted to talk to you about some of the stuff that I see you posting as far as like relationships okay. go. All right. So what made you start to get in, get into that? I didn't hear the last part. What made you get into that? Because I seen you posting things about different relationships that people had and um, the problems that they may have been having. I mean, uh, a lot of them were um, just conversations I've had with my girlfriends and then just stuff that I've experienced as well. I've always thought like if if people like just told the truth, not necessarily um, with venom or, you know, to hurt someone's feelings or just, you know, tell the truth. I don't want to come to your event because I don't want to come. I don't want to come to your event because you hang out with such and such and you know we got into it and you're inviting both both of us or um, I don't feel comfortable loaning you any money anymore because you still haven't paid me back the last time. I mean, just just these conversations, like those hard conversations, I feel like, I don't know if it has a lot to do with social media and people um, not communicating or people not necessarily knowing how to communicate that they don't have those conversations. A lot of times we shy 
away from it for fear of maybe hurting someone's feelings. But you save yourself so much time, anxiety, stress, whatever else you want to pile onto that. If you were just have those conversations. I told someone recently, the naked truth is always better than a well-dressed lie. I agree, 100%. And someone was like, what does that mean? I was like, I think you're going to be lying to people every day then, but um, the naked truth is always better than a well-dressed lie. The naked truth, you see it for what it is, no matter how harmful it may feel, uncomfortable, uncomfortable it may make you feel. It's always preferred to me than someone having these layers and always, you always have to keep up this, this facade when you're dealing with a lie. And how long can you keep it up before you lose your wallet? Exactly, exactly. Now now you're ready to blow up when just a simple conversation, uncomfortable, hard, whatever you want to call it, could have been had early on. And now you you both can respect each other's boundaries. Yeah. I I learned that early on, Rach, dealing with um, older women when I was dating, when I was younger and I was dating older women. He's like, you know, she was like, you, you're a handsome, smart young man. You know what would do you a lot a lot of service? I was like, what? She was like, just keep being honest. She was like, I like that. She's like, and the older you get and the more people you come in contact with, you'll find that there are those who want to hear the truth and there are those who want to be told a lie. She said, but what you don't understand is you free yourself up of having to cover up a lie. Yes, oh my God. Cause she would, she would, me and her would hang out, you know, she, she would come over, always have my own place. So she would come over and hang out. We would have a good time or whatever. And like, I would never like have my phone around. Like I would put my phone in the room or I would turn it off because to me, if you, if you with me, that's it. Like, I don't, I don't know nothing else. Like that was it. And she asked me about it and I told her just that. And she said, that makes me feel good. She said, but what happens if you turn her, turn the phone on? I was like, I'm a, it's Twitter, Facebook. And it's women, like what do you, it's fam, women and family. Like, what do you, you know, like, what are you getting at? And she was like, would you know how to delegate that when you're out here dealing with, I was like, yeah, like you're older, you've already lived your life. Like you've been married, you've done all this stuff. Like you with me cause you want to be with me and I make you feel a certain way and you make me feel a certain way, but that would have nothing to do with you. If one of them told me that it was on their way over here right now, I was just like, oh, that's a big no. That's a big negative negarino. You know what I mean? Like you can't come over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't mind being that person because the way I was taught and the things that I've seen, the way my dad treated my mom and my sisters dealing with relationships. I grew up in a household with all women. So listening to them, they respect the truth more than they respect someone lying to them and making one 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 hundred and these are very independent women these are very independent women and it it goes down it goes throughout the bloodline on both sides of the family so they don't they don't rationalize lying to them if you start lying to them they start taking the level of trust down like they you they reduce it very easily so when i was telling her that she was like whoever it is that raised you they raised you at least on that front they raised you right i was like yeah i don't feel the point and um Line. If I, I'm single, like if I'm single, I'm gonna be single. Exactly, I'm gonna exactly. But don't be asking me how many people I'm dating. Like, don't don't do that. Don't ask me how many people I've been with. Like, those are answers you're just not gonna get. That's none of your business. 
uh, it's not for you to know. Just know it ain't your mama, your uh, cousin, or your sister, or nothing like that, you know? And if it was, I'd tell you, like, yo. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I definitely had an understanding early on from dealing with her and um, I just never, I just never saw the need to be out here just lying about nothing, you know. Uh, now I will admit, when I was a teenager, I, I didn't flat out lie, but I lied by omission, and I was okay with that. I was okay with. I, I felt like not a lot of things will hurt my feelings. So if I can not tell you the entire truth or if I can just not tell you something, your feelings won't be hurt. And I don't have to deal with your feelings being hurt if you knew the truth. But as you get older, that gets so played out. It's just like, you know what? Just be upfront and honest and let people deal with the... um. Let the chips fall where they may and let the people yeah. deal with it. Either you pick them up or you leave them down now. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact, and especially for me because I found that if I'm lying to one person, I'm probably lying to everybody else. Yeah, I mean, you and you got to keep it up. It's, it's constant yeah. to the point either you're going to um, believe this, 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 start believing this lie yourself to where you have to keep it up, but it's just so much easier to just tell the truth. You ain't you ain't gotta remember it. You know, it it happened for real. So there's no you about to go. Uh, no, Terrence, y'all leaving at 1215. Yeah, I want the I got everything in the car right now. So I'll just oh, okay. Give me one second. All right. Oh, I'm miss you. Uh... And we're back. So yeah, uh, it doesn't take much to to tell the truth, well, it for me, it don't take much to tell the truth, but it just frees me up because I never had to remember nothing. Like, I, I told you what it I told you. Everyone up. I, I, when I was younger, early to mid 20s, um, when dudes used to just try to shoot they shot, like, you can tell that they lied. And I'm like, look, nothing is going to come of this anyway. But I tell you what, if you just told the truth, you will get more pussy. Then from you lying, let me decide if I want to deal with your baby mama and your girlfriend. That's let how me I got it. <laughs> let me decide if that's something that I want to do. But you sitting here lying about it. And then tomorrow you're telling me something. Who got the baby? Okay. I don't want to step in the camera. I was <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> it's okay, man. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you're telling me, you're telling me this today. Oh, you know, I got to go help my mama move, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. You know, then come Friday, I'm like, so why didn't you come over again? Oh, uh, you know, I was over uh, Mike house and we was playing the game. Like, nigga, what you, you were lying. You just told you me just you was with me. your mama. Yeah. If you just tell the truth, I was with my baby mama. She was tripping, talking about I couldn't see my son unless I sat down and ate dinner. Cool. I know what I'm getting myself into. Because there are those. I, I, I've, I've oh, heard, yeah, definitely. I've heard, yeah, I heard that. 100%. Heard there, there are those type of women. But 
be honest. And just yeah. the simple fact that you being honest, I feel a little safer because I know you're not about to pull, you know, some bullshit out your ass. I know that if 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 I'm over here, I know there's a chance that your baby mama may, may show, show up, up acting yeah. crazy. Yeah. And if that's something I want to deal with because I like you, then that's something I will I'll, I'll deal Absolutely. with. Absolutely. But don't Absolutely. have me over here and she banging on your window or you talking about get behind the couch, turn the lights off. No, I ain't about to do all that. Yeah. I, um. Again, like even from being around guys in the street and being involved, like they always said that shit too. If don't don't lie about nothing that, you know what I'm saying, that could get your head knocked off later on. Like just tell the truth. Just tell the truth. It, but if it's, if you're trying to save somebody, keep that between y'all and, Mom's the word, like, don't let certain things slip out. You know what I mean? Like, mind your P's and Q's. But I just never, for me, it, it just, I don't get it. Like, I, 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 seen my, I seen the hurt in, in my mom's eyes and my sisters and all that when they were dealing with certain dudes. Um, I tried to fight my dad once upon a time, story for another time. You know, I tried to crush him. Um, so, yeah, I just, to me, it was just like, I just never saw the whole purpose in it and it just made things more difficult. Like I, like you said, you get, you get more, I got more out of it when I was telling the truth. Hey, do you have a woman? Nope. I'm single as a dollar bill. You don't have no baby mamas. Nope. Single as a dollar bill. And then they, they would come over. One girl tried, she, she tried it. Like she, she stayed over here for like a, a couple of days. I guess she was expecting me to like freak out because she was over here. I was like, man, you want something to eat? Like, I'm, 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 I cook. I'm about to cook. I'm waiting for some bitch to walk in here. I was like, you're not gonna get that over here. I was like, I know you used to dealing with the bullshit, but not over here, pimp. I told you, I told you what's happening over here. You know what I mean? I told you I'm dating you and whoever else. And when I'm with somebody at the time, I am with them. Like that's it. That's it. Like it, it, it made shit easier for me. That. And that's that's the part that has me so confused. Boys love their mothers. I love my mama Even too. Even when they mamas ain't shit, boys love their mothers. But the simple fact that you done saw the stuff that your daddy or your stepdaddy or your mama's boyfriend, whatever you want to call it, put her through, then you turn around and do that. And then I think, okay, well, you know, maybe he, because he has a daughter now, he wanna act like he got his sons, and yeah. it's like, nope, it don't translate. Yeah, I got a little girl, but like, just just be honest. Keep your hands to yourself. Be honest. I think life would be so much easier. Yeah, I, and women, I don't care what nobody say. We we respect honesty. We may not like to always hear it, no, especially if it's not always in our favor. But we, you can't do anything but respect the honesty. You can't. I, I've told the truth in certain situations, and I got. I was like, damn, I could have just lied to her if she. If I knew she was gonna blow up and like throw throw my I wine mean, glasses. If you, if you had lied, and somewhere further down the line, she found out the truth, the blow up would have been bigger. I guarantee you. Yeah, but I wouldn't have been dealing with her that long. Like I would have just got you know. <laughs> okay. I would have just tried to run my bases, like I, you know, and slide into home, and then I'd have been, you know, I'd have been like, yo, all right, we we done anyway. So what difference do it make? But 
Um, in certain situations, I was like, damn, maybe lying to you would have been best. But I just don't see the point in it. For me, it's just like, for me, it's integrity. It's the reputation. Um, right. No, not reputation. Let me say this. The person who was like a father to me said you have two things in life. You have your character and you have a reputation. Your character is who you are. It's it's what you do every day is the things that you do habitually, right? It's, it's, it's already ingrained in you. Whatever you've been taught, whatever you learned. You have that and it sticks with you. Your reputation can be given to you by anybody at any given time. This interview could go wrong and you could say, yo, Maddie is like the worst person in the world, right? But everybody, everyone else might say, no, he was good with me, but that's your reputation with me, right? Right, right. But my character will still remain. And he always said, make sure you, that your character is solid. Don't, don't ever crack your character for nothing and nobody. Keep your inter- integrity morals and values intact and you won't have to worry about nothing and yeah, that was really- I, I agree with that 100 i feel like it's it's just like you know how you know when you were younger and uh you have a a, a nice amount of money and then you get down to your last 100 bill and you're like i'm not spending this i'm not gonna break this i'm gonna keep this and then it's like oh but i i can just spend five dollars you spend the five dollars what, what's going to happen? You're going to keep spending. You're going to, and then that's what you know you're going to look up and you're only going to have $5. Yeah. So you not lying, let's say you did. And it's like, you know, I, this little lie won't hurt. And then, you, you know, you've already done it and it, it didn't hurt or you didn't see the hurt. So now it's like, eh, I, I could tell a little lie. A lie is a lie. So now you lying again, but since they little lies, it's like, it's not, not really lying. And now you just full blown lying. And now people are definitely questioning your character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I reject it as much as possible. Even when there are times when I'd be like, man, I don't really feel like discussing that with this person. I, I cringe up and like, I'm like, yo, I don't want to talk about it. I, like, I just want to leave it alone. Like for right now, I'm not in the mood to talk about certain things. But as far as like messing with women, for me, it worked. It worked out fine for me, man. I know someone was like, yo, I fucking hate how honest you are. Um, so I had to learn how I learned. I had to learn that part of it, not being brutally honest, but being honest enough to just say what needs to be said without hurting people's feelings and things like that. True. I mean, in that sense, you got to know who you're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah, some people my, my need that brutal honesty to get the picture. Some yeah. people you can just be honest and not have to like drive it in, and and they get it. Yeah, my sister had told me that she was like, "Yo, you have a way of being honest, and then you have a way of being honest where you hurt people's feelings." She said, "You need to work on that." She said, "Because some of the stuff I've heard you say to to women or people in general, you say it in a form like you don't give a fuck." And I was like, well, I kind of don't, you know, and I'm not expecting it to go nowhere. And if they do want to do something, I'm I'm with whatever's coming with it after. And she was like, but everybody's human being. You wouldn't want nobody to say something to you like that. I was like, well, that's probably true. But in certain situations, and but I get it. I get what she's saying now. Like, I thought about it. The person she heard me talking to, I went back and I asked him, I was like, yo, did I hurt your feelings the way I said it? He's like, hell yeah, motherfucker. That's why I ain't talking, you know, and. We had that conversation. I was like, damn. I was like, yo, my bad, my bad. Like, I didn't realize that it came off as hurtful as it did. But 
I wanted you to know the truth. I just, maybe I went too far. Not maybe, but I did go too far. And because I did, I was like, yo, I'm sorry about that. I didn't, that's not what, the idea wasn't to offend you by telling you the truth. I should have just told you the truth and just bagged off, but I exaggerated and, and was hyperbolic about the whole situation. So it kind of like, it just went, it was just too far. And I caught myself like over the last couple of years, like, like how many people have I actually hurt by being like over aggressive with the truth, you know, and it's not just telling them how I feel, but adding something extra to it. So, um, but I definitely learned my lesson. Like with women, um, it's easy to tell the truth. Like they respect, it, even though they may not fuck with me no more. Certain ones, they may not fuck with me no more. Like the, the yeah, they, the they, consensus they of it. The consensus of it is like I always say, yeah, I hate his ass, but he ain't yeah. never lied to me, so I guess yeah. he's good people. Yeah, one girl told me she was like, "Yo, you too good to be true. I can't trust. I can't trust no nigga like you." And I bust up laughing. I was like, "You, you better off with me than them other motherfuckers that you're dealing with." You know what I mean? But um, I seen her a couple months ago. Salute to her, man. I hope you get past what you're going through because, you know, that's a wild ride that you got going on over there. But, um, yeah, she was like, you too good to be true, man. I know you I know you got kids somewhere. It's like, not that I know of. I don't have no kids. I hope ain't no ain't nobody out there waiting for me to become like a billionaire and then pop up like, oh, here you go. Here you go 25 years later. Like, here he is right here. Like, I hope not, you know, like if, if there is, I, yo, tell me, I would want to know. I want to know, don't pop up on me, like after money has been made and people find out what I own or what I'm part owner of and then they show like, he's 25, you know, so do the Please. math. I'm like, no, nah, 25 won't even make that. Nah, can't no kid be 25 with me. You know, so. Was it hard for you, like, dealing with relationships and, and being around men, like, who weren't truthful? Like, th does it does it ruin the, the trust factor for other men when you're dealing with one guy like no, that? No, I've never um, held all men accountable for something just one or two or three men did. That's, I mean, it, it wouldn't be fair. Um. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be fair to do that. I, I let people dig their own hole okay. or or not. But, you know, let's let's say you say something disrespectful. I wouldn't hold that against, you know, the next the next person, the next guy. I I, I just wouldn't. I don't I don't. Yeah, I don't I don't get jaded like that. It wouldn't it wouldn't bother me. Now, I'm guessing if, you know, I've had seven eight nine ten it's like you know what okay i'm good on all aspects of it not saying yeah. date females but just like okay let me reevaluate myself and see why these fucking situations keep occurring right yeah like why why are the same type of dudes approaching me like what am i putting out there yeah to make them think that this is what it is i agree i agree because I've heard, well, not this is just heard. Excuse me, I've seen women post all men ain't shit, and it's just like, no, I ain't shit. You can't say you can't put me in that category. It's a people that you deal with, and it's whatever you got going on with yourself that puts out that type of energy that all men ain't shit. It ain't it ain't all of us. It's the ones that you deal with, 
true. And I mean, maybe they've had five, six, seven, eight just bullshit relationships. And it's like, okay. But how do you continue to choose that? Like, don't you recognize the signs of knowing that, yo, this ain't the... You you know what I've realized? I realized that, one, we're living in an age of social media. There's nothing we can do about that. People, People want people to see them. People want to be perceived a certain way. People... Like, okay, so let's say I'm somebody who's, you know, always single or whatever. <clears throat> I don't want to be, I don't want to be seen um, um, without a boyfriend. I don't want to be seen not going on trips. I don't want to be seen um, not riding in the passenger side of my guy's car. I don't, I don't want that. So if, if I got a date, this person and this person and this person and they turn out all the same that's better than not being alone that's better than not being um that that's that's better than uh after i tuck my babies in that night uh i'm getting in the bed by myself but that's a lie no 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 i'm not saying that for me what i'm saying is no no, no, i understand it it, it is it is but What I want the outside world to perceive me as, I, I'm worthy of this. Is it toxic? 100%. 100%. But guess what? I ain't by myself. You think you aren't by yourself. Huh? They may think they aren't by themselves. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you can definitely be in a relationship with somebody and still be by yourself. Yeah, I've but... been that guy. I've been that guy where I've been in a relationship and I've been emotionally detached, spiritually detached, like just not there. I've been that guy. Avoid that, ladies, please. Because um, I, was, I wasn't worth shit um, at all. Like, there's no point in being with a person like that. But uh, in the age of social media, I'm still going to stay true to to who I am like I don't if I go out my way to get some likes some shares and some comments what does that do for me in reality like that does nothing for me in the in the in realm of reality you, to, to you help. didn't know likes shares and comments was uh currency no that shit ain't no currency pimp <laughs> oh it's not, hey I can, you can't you can't crazy. take no you know likes how, to the bank you know, like yo. You know how it boosts my ego. You know how good I feel about myself by getting these likes, that. comments, and shares. Yeah, the shit may go away when I get off Facebook, but there's currency in it. I don't understand it. I don't get it. You can't. It's not gonna to pay that bank. light bill that's behind. It's not gonna um keep the repo man from taking your car. You but can't take it to the bank. If, if 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 I sit up here and I post this one picture of me just my face, just like this, and I only get six likes, two hearts, and uh, I'm gonna be one uh, comment that says cute. Okay, that's that's all right, but let me post this twerk video. Oh, yeah. Now, it's doing numbers, so yeah. that is my currency. My, my ego has boosted um, um my 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 happy endorphins have dropped i feel a fucking amazing yeah but it, you did something negative to get it life. huh 
but you did something negative to get it. Like they don't get that part. Like you did something, you I went mean, out you, your way. You, they don't, but it's 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 better than not being seen at all. Man, look. You maybe saw I should stop posting everything that I'm doing in huh? real life. Say that again. Maybe I should start posting what I'm doing in real life. <laughs> Cause it's happy. I'm happy over here, man. Straight up. I'm happy. Oh yeah, 100 percent I'm happy. 100%. It's it's my life. Like I live it. Other people may not like it, but I enjoy I enjoy I enjoy the peace of mind and the peace that I have in my humble abode. Like I enjoy that. I enjoy the family that I come in contact with, how we laugh, joke, talk with each other. I enjoy all of it. You know, um, being able to make money on my terms and working and doing things the way that I want to do. I enjoy that. Like, I do not get on Facebook and do filters and uh, backdrops of me being in fake studios and all. I don't have no time for none of that. Anything I posted is probably mine's for real. It's a good percentage right. of it is, is mine for real. Like, if I get on I mean, there right and, now and, and post and even with that, a bunch people, of money. What the accolades? Hey, yeah. I got a new car. Like this. Tell me congratulations. Let me know that you see me. And I hear that, but to the people that are actually living the life that they have and they're posting that, those are the ones I salute the most. Cause I can you see the consistency in it. You can tell. Right. You can tell. When it's fake, you can tell. And then when it's real, you can see the consistency in it. Like you gotta lie. And I was telling somebody, I was telling a young girl who uh I talked to last year, or was it the year before last? We were talking. I was like, do you know how many times those young ladies have to take those pictures and do those poses over and over again before you get the one that she that, that she posts? Go to Photoshop. So, you know, take some stuff out, yeah. push some stuff in. Yeah, like she was like, I didn't it's think about that. Because like at some point, somebody has to see your authentic self. Like, the, the the point of you doing it, I'm not sure. Okay, you're you're doing it for uh the likes to have your numbers go up, to have your shares go up. I get it, you know, depending on um what your numbers look like, you you may receive some type of um uh, uh, some type of compensation yeah. from that, but you you have to do so much and then it has to be constant you know, for you to keep doing this, but just, just, just the simple fact of me, me, um, take, taking this filter, taking away all of my blemishes, um, standing up, getting the perfect angle, shaving some of my stomach off, putting a little bit extra on my butt, making my legs look, you know, a little different. Yeah. This is this is what's getting the attention. This is what's getting the likes, the comments, the follows. Like I'm not even understanding how people even feel good about that because it's not you. You know what I'm no. saying? Like you, no. you, you're you're showing this person who you want to represent you, your representative, I guess. And, but it's not you, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's not you. So. And I don't want to shit on nobody, but I've met some of you, some of these women, not not on not on purpose but just by happenstance being out being doing the things that i normally do because i'd be out around the city and i met some of y'all and the shit that y'all posting on the internet the social media versus when i saw y'all in person not true it ain't true 
some of y'all don't live where y'all say y'all live, and I'm not gonna throw nobody <laughs> under the bus. And, and that's the thing. It's some like, of y'all are doing photo shoots y'all and, in real life, right? Yeah, y'all doing photo shoots in places saying this is how I woke up this morning. That is how you woke up this morning today, but that ain't where you stay. <laughs> so, you know, for all those who are following this whole social media, it's a gimmick and it's propaganda, like everything else. Like people aren't living their real lives. I live my li- real life. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I'm afforded the opportunity to do certain things and travel and do whatever I want to do when I want to do it. All right. But some of these, some of these, shit, like, and they going crazy over this girl. And then when they see her and they looking at her like, yo, she cool. Oh man, she such, such, such. And I'm looking at her like, bro, they like, you know her? I'm like, yeah, I know her, man. I know her for about a couple of years now. She stay in the basement, bro. Like, <laughs> she stays in the basement, you know, like you, you don't, like, y'all like that? Like, y'all probably live a better life than she does. And she's trying to make money off of a, a social media lifestyle that's not even her real life until she affords the opportunity to do it. Like, but keep liking and giving her those shares and shit. She'll get there. Right. There's a few of them like that. And it's some, you know, like guys be guys be going crazy over there. But I never seen the whole point. Like, I guess it's because of the era we live in. But the era that we come from specifically isn't about that. Like, you had to be outside. You had to see people. You had to know people. You couldn't just go off of what somebody put on the screen. You actually had to be outside so a person could see how you live and, um, my mom had to know your mom if we were playing and things like that. Like we come from a different era. Now they just go on your Facebook and say, oh, they cool. Okay, cool. Like, no, they not. I could be a fucking murderer. And I told somebody that when I was doing mentor work, I'm like, yo, y'all be liking this shit, man. Like, do y'all know that I could be teaching y'all kids how to sell crack? Like, do y'all know that like, I could be pimping y'all daughters. Like I could be the worst type of person. I could be a complete scumbag because y'all don't know who y'all dealing with. Yeah, don't come to the the monthly meetings or the the quarterly meetings that we have when we ask you all you all to come show up and tell us what we need to do, and so you can listen to the things that we would like for you to do. Y'all don't even show up for that shit, but you think that I'm okay just because of my reputation or my character and my integrity. That's fine. I, I appreciate that. I congratulate and I salute that that you know that I'm gonna be a stand up person, but that ain't necessarily everybody. True. That ain't everybody. I don't want to harm nobody kids. Because if I had kids of my own, I would be, yo, that's another reason why I'm scared to have kids. Because I don't, I don't even know if I would, you know, be able to keep myself in check, you know. But uh, I would definitely want to know where my kids are, who they are around, who the parents are, who the, who the friends are. 100%. I, I had this little girl. Uh, I think they were in like fourth or fifth grade at the time. Uh, my daughter brought her home and I was like, uh, where, where's her mother? So she's like, oh, we were going to ask you if she could spend the night. I said, yeah, nah, I need to talk to her mom. I need to meet her mom before we can do any of that. So uh, I had her mom. I said, give me your mom's number. She gave me a number. I called her. We talked, you know, for a hot minute. And after we finished talking, she was telling me that her two older daughters wasn't going to be home and uh and it was perfect that her daughter wanted to spend a night so i said oh okay i mean i know she would be safe here but like she was just extremely comfortable yeah with the little baby being here and i'm 
not saying that something will happen, but I have three teenage boys here. So I'm like, uh, you you don't want to know, you know, who's here? Exactly. So, exactly. Um, she said, uh, so she, the, the little girl didn't have any clothes because, like I said, they they walked home together. So I was like, uh, I said, the, well, the only way that I'll agree to this is if, um, you know, you stop by and I can meet you face to face. You know, I want you to see where your daughter will be sleeping tonight. So she's like, OK, uh, I'll stop by to bring her some clothes so she can wash up. And all. I was like, perfect. You know, what time are you coming? So she was like, about 830. I said, all right, cool. So 830 rolled around nine o'clock okay you know i give her a little more time yeah 10 o'clock now i'm dozing so i'm like call your mom she called her mom she's like she's not answering and i'm like okay do you do you have a key to your house so she was like no you know my mom is usually there and i get in but even that you know i don't want to take her home and leave her there by herself so i'm just like oh my god okay um I said, okay. So I called her mom, left the message. And then I was like, Jesus Christ, this is too much. So I text her mom and I was like, hey, you know, it's getting late. Uh, I was hoping to meet you face to face. You bring the baby some clothes. She's fine. But, you know, I just would have preferred to put a face to the name. Said, but I'm about to go to sleep. And hopefully when you pick up in the morning, uh, you know, I get to meet you. 8 o'clock, 8.15, I see the little girl walking past my room. So I jump up, I get out the bed. I was like, where are you going? She's like, oh, well, my mom's outside. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. I hurry up, put on my robe, put on my house shoes. By the time I made it to the front door, the little girl was running down the street. Her mom didn't even stop yet. Her mom did not stop at my house. She, so I'm like, oh my God, what if somebody else picked up? So I call her mom instantly. I'm like, hey. Did you pick your baby up? So she was like, yeah, I thought I thought your address was this instead of this. So you made your daughter walk a block by herself when you're in the car? She's like, oh, I got her right now. I say, okay, I'm happy you got her, but she can never spend a night over here again. You all have a great day. I was, I was just like, how the lady, did you just want a night off? You know, tell your baby to go to school and see which one of her friends' house she could spend a night at? But I was like, yeah, never again. So my daughter, don't ask to spend a night at anybody's house. Because if, if if this is how your friends do when they're spending the night, I'm sure you being there just absolutely means nothing. So don't ask me, can you stay out? And don't ask me, can your friends stay out? I was so mad. Like, lady, what is your problem? And she had no issue with it. And they wonder why these babies are missing. Exactly. Exactly. To, to this day, I can't even face to her name. I have no idea what she looks like. I had to take classes for this, you know, type of thing because uh, I think the survey on one of the documents I had between alleged uh, between the ages of eleven to thirteen, girls are being kidnapped and put into um, they're being pimped. Basically, it's a whole industry and it's like a billion dollar industry. So, oh, I'm sure it's probably more than that. Yeah, Sex trafficking. Look, girls. Yeah, they specifically want young girls like that. And it's just like, yo, you got sickos out here. You would think parents would be more involved, aware, and in tune with what's going on. And they will want to make sure that they know who their <laughs> kids are around at all times. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't understand that. I, I did not get the logic behind her not coming to meet me. I mean, like, what if 
what if we weren't who we said we were and we were in the business of sex trafficking now we just got a 12 year old little girl yeah yeah and I, that's that's the other thing to consider right so that's what i was saying our era is so different because my mom met just about every parent that i was around she met every she met every parent of the child that i was hanging out with like she she made sure she did that who is who Oh, okay. I need to meet. I need to meet that. I need to meet. I need to meet their mom. That's how I am right now. 100%. If, if my kids are not hanging out with, with my girlfriends and their children, I'm like, you already like my, I already told her you need to meet her first. I'm like, okay, you are. Look, I need to put a face to it. I need to get a vibe and see what's what. I mean, people can put, you know, their best, best foot forward when they first meet you, but at least I know what they look like in case, you know, Whatever. And you know where to go. And you know where to go. My mom was big on that. She was like, yo, you can't. I need to meet these people. Like, I don't care where they live. I need to be able to see them. I need to be able to see who they are. I need to be yep. able to judge people. She's like, I don't. There, There isn't going to be a time. You don't come home or I haven't seen you or you haven't contacted me at any point in time. And I don't know where you are and I don't know who these people are. You're just not going to do that. So she knew who these people were, who I was hanging around. So you know how, even if I how, went to the park. How, how foolish you look when you're talking to the police and you can't give them any information. Well, who was he last with? What, what's that boy's name? You know, the light skin one. Where does he live? I'm down the street. <laughs> exactly. Over there, you know, behind behind the, the park. You know, his parents. I, I, was, I was supposed to see her today. Nah. Mm-mm. So now the, the, the police looking at you like, so you have no leads to give us? Absolutely nothing? Okay. And then you, you, you got to be careful in those situations because they may take you in like, yo, child endangerment, man. Like, what's up with you? Exactly. Exactly. What's up with you? Because I doing a, doing a mentor program in the last few years before all this happened, I've seen it happen a few times where it was child endangerment. And, and the, woman, the woman asked, she's like, yo, you ain't gonna, you're not going to take up for me? It's like, take over you how? I gave you plenty of opportunity to come down here and meet these guys that are doing it. Like, you can't throw me under the bus now because they're looking at you like a criminal. Like, you're a, you're you're, neglect, you're neglective towards your kids. Like, I can't do anything about that. Like, that's all on you. That's all on you. You should have been down here multiple times to understand who's around your children, who's in charge of what events that are going on. Like, I can't do anything about that. Man, I'm so glad like our upbringing was like based off that because now when you think you're like, yo, why do you want to meet every? I can't go nowhere. You all in my oh, business, right? and now you realize like they were in your business. Like parents were, they just wanted to know that if I yelled down the street to Miss Parker and Miss Parker answered, and she, you go, yo, you my son down there, he out here in front, uh, Miss Pepper. Like they knew that. They knew that they could yell upstairs or downstairs and things like that. Like people knew where each other kids were. And now you don't, you don't, and I, don't know, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, my babies know. I I don't care how old you, even my 19. 
they already know. Even my 19-year-old, he still, my, can I do X, Y, Z? And I'm like, who are you going with? Oh, him? Okay, that's fine. Who else going? Oh, okay, that's fine. I know their parents. Who's driving? Okay, that's fine. Because I know none of them um, smoke and drink. I mean, let me take that back. I don't know. I don't think they're smoking and drinking while driving. They're, they're all some really good kids, but I won't pretend like kids won't be kids when grownups aren't around. We know this. Definitely. We know this. Uh, as good as some of us may seem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I was a kid once. I know the stuff yeah. I got. Into. I was trying. I be trying to tell them that, like, yo, you think I've been forty years old all my fucking life? Like, I was y'all before I got here. That's why I know what y'all doing. Like, this ain't. I didn't. This ain't just happen. Like, I, you just woke up and I, you came in here and you met me and y'all thought I was cool. Like, no, I be telling my nephew that, like, yo, can you stop, bro? Like, just talk to me, like, for real, man. Like. Don't do, don't, let's not do that. Like, I know what happened already. I know what happened already. Like, let's just, just talk to me. Keep it, keep it a hundred. Keep it a hundred, a hundred percent, man. One thou, wow. Just keep it a buck with your boy, man. Like, you ain't, you don't have to tell me nothing else but the truth. Because all the other shit is bullshit. And when you, that's what I was telling, even when I was doing a mentor work, you make it worse when I can't believe you, because I can never trust you. Exactly. You have that's nothing to stand on. You have nothing to stand on when I can't believe you. That's that I preach that to my kids. I tell them when um when people can no longer give you the benefit of the doubt, that's that's a sucky situation to be in. Once once you do something that make people question you, you can do good forever going forward, but there's it's always hard. That, there's always like, that question mark. Exactly. Well, you know, I remember that one time. So and then at that oh, 100th no. time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. When you were dating, was it easier for you as a woman who had kids? Or were there like hardships? Um, so I, I won't say that I did a lot of dating okay. before I got married. Um, when when I met Terrence, uh, the we 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 kind of just just meshed. Okay. Um, I guess it was easier because he had children also, mm. and I feel like. So let me let me go back before my daughter was born. So I, I just had the boys, even though the, all three of them uh, have the same father. But me and their father, we weren't really. Let's just say we wanted two different things. I, I wanted, you know, the the family stability, uh, the father of my kids in in the house with us, and you know, us trying to work toward the ultimate. American dream but at the time he didn't want that let me take that back he wanted that but he also wanted that whole beat d-boy I'm out here making money I look good the bitches coming why I can't let them in I'm coming home at night so 
What's the girl? Like, yeah, that ain't gonna fly. So, um, uh, at the time, like I said, I just had the two boys, and I was talking to a guy that I worked with. And uh, it, it just kind of happened. You know, he, he liked me. I liked him. We um, we uh, we would joke all the time at work. Are you froze? Oh, okay, I'm like... <laughs> no, I'm listening. I'm sorry. I know, so I, I'll I, start I pop-locking. I <laughs> <laughs> I'll start pop-locking so you know I'm here. But I'm like, yeah. is he stuck? No, um, I'm listening. I get, I get into it. I get, I'll, be, I'll be listening. I'll just start. No, you don't have to do that. It's... It, I just so happened to look up and you were just like completely still, like no breathing or anything. Okay. So, um, he, he didn't quite understand why I wasn't available when he needed me to be. And it's like, one, I work a full-time job Two, I have two children. It's, it's really hard for me to, um, it's hard for me to move when I want to move. So it's going to be even harder for me to move when you want me to move. Um, and my mom, uh, I, I, I lived in an apartment building and she stayed downstairs for me. And I had a little sister. Well, I have a little sister who's the same age, actually a year older than, um, than my oldest. So uh, my mom, she like, Oh, we'll bring the kids downstairs. But you know, when you work, sometimes you just want to relax with your babies. So um, for a while, he 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 couldn't understand why he couldn't just do spur of the moment stuff. I'm like, one, overall, I'm a planner. I'm not pretty much spur of the moment unless like we're already, if, if we're already out. And you're like, oh, okay, let's do this. Then cool, you know, we're already out. But you can't, you can't call me today and be like, you know what, tomorrow, let's go here. And it's like, my day is already planned. So I learned my lesson with that. Continue on. <laughs> guys, guys should be listening to this because I was real <laughs> spontaneous. And it was some women with kids was like, yo, my G, you can't do that. I got babies. You can't just pop up and just want Yeah, to I mean, we got we to gotta make sure they straight first. So yeah, I be having a funky little attitude. Motherfucker, a little dirty. No, anyway. he, didn't, he didn't necessarily understand why I couldn't. And I mean, to this day, we're still really good friends. But uh, nothing really came of it because... He he wanted to see Rachel when he wanted to see Rachel. It's it's not that I didn't want to see him, but it was just like I can't. So um proper planning. The relationship it kind of fizzled out and then uh some somehow I, I still don't know to this day. Um, um I got pregnant with my daughter. I mean, I know how I got pregnant, but yeah, because you said somehow. I was going to say, so tell me no, about No, no, no. I'm saying like how, like that That was never supposed to happen. Okay. But it happened. And um, so around that time, th this this guy, he, um, he started talking back to his ex or some, something around there. And she ended up having his baby. And he he called me one day uh to apologize 
for being so demanding of my time because now, you know, he not only had one baby, she had twins. And he was like, oh my God, I did not understand. Um, not necessarily stressful, but I, I didn't, he said, I didn't understand how much work went into having children. I just thought, you know, you didn't want to be bothered or you were just sending me off. And I'm like, no, that was never the case. You know, I enjoy spending time with you. It was just that it wasn't something that I could do all the time. And you didn't quite understand that. And he's like, oh, I know, you know, and I'm sorry. I wish I would have understood that. He was like, but now that I have kids, you know, I get it. I get it 100% why you couldn't move, you know, basically when I wanted you to move. And I don't think um, even I don't even some men who who have children, I don't think that they totally get that 100%. Because let's be honest, at the end of it all, the mother takes on like the brunt of the work when it comes to raising the babies. So, you know, he can come and go as he please. I mean, she can too, but for the most part, I think because we're the carrier of life, we're more attached and we're not just going to be up. We're not just going to get up and be like, I, uh, I'll be back when I be back. You guys are nurturers. That's why. Right. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it was hard, but I, I would definitely have I, to I, date I, somebody who has children. I tried. I tried like dating women with kids. There was one woman I dated specifically. I ain't gonna say her name, but we had a really good time and I enjoyed <laughs> it. Um, but her baby daddy was very out of character. And I think that had more to do with his insecurities uh, than it had to do with me. And ultimately he ruined our relationship, which is what he was trying to do from the beginning. And he ruined it. He, he, did, a, he did a really good job. Yeah. He succeeded. yeah uh, he was very, he was insecure and jealous and you could see it. Um, the kids are tell, telling him about me. She said, she's like, hey, my kids are talking about you to him and he's very jealous. So this may go wrong. Like we may plan something and he may jump in because he don't want me to go and he want me to stay with the kids. So he'll figure out things. And he did that ultimately. So I understand but the whole, the other part about it, I I do understand is uh, timing. I'm a selfish person. Like if I want you, I want you, and I don't want nobody else. You know understand what I'm saying? So, I fuck them kids. Like that's how I was thinking. But she got kids, and you. And I, <laughs> no, I I get it. I laugh. get it. One hundred percent. Yeah, and I was like, yo, why she keep pushing me off? You know, like, and I realized, oh, she got to raise these little motherfuckers like. She can't just be abandoning them and just leaving them at home with with her grand with their grandma and stuff like that. But uh, dealing with her, I learned some things about myself, and I just learned there are some things that I'm just not gonna deal with. Like I got disrespected a couple times dealing with that situation from him. It wasn't from her. And the one time he disrespected me and he called me um, a pussy ass bitch and all, I was just like, all right, we ain't gonna do that. <laughs> we just not gonna do that, man. You're laughing, but 
I can laugh about it now, but just thinking about like somebody calling you I a mean, pussy. Yeah, bitch, definitely. Like, you know, it, it wasn't funny. And and that's that's one reason I why I do not think I would date someone that has older children. When Terrence and I got together, um the kids were, let's see, what's this, 2021, 2008. Um, they were eight, seven, six, five, and about to be two. Okay. So it they were still at a all of the kids were still at an age where they can be molded by him and I, and ooh, you, you do not understand how much I used to thank God for not, uh, for his ex not being an ex from hell. She had already moved on. Um, actually, she was pregnant with her, with her, her child, with, with the guy who she was with. Um, she, she, she has always been great because I've heard some horror stories from my friends about dealing with guys and their baby mothers and how the guy lets them get away with so much because they don't want to be put on child support and it's like I can't deal yeah. I, I can't deal if 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 you still sleeping with her you gonna have to let me go because yeah. I'm, I'm, like... I'm not I'm not competing with the mother of your child who you still giving dick to. No, thank you. Yeah, and I, I told her, like, yo, is it me and you or is it me, you, and him? And I should go find out. I should go do some other shit. And she says, I know you're the only person I'm talking to. She's like, you just got to give me time to work. I was like, all right. But that specific night, Rach, when he came over and he broke up, like, because me and her were supposed to go out. We were going to go hang out. Like, I came over there. And we was from her place. We were going to go hang out, grab some food, go do our, 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 our the night that I had planned. Right. And she couldn't do it because he all of a sudden pop up, you know, and you can hear him in the background. She's like, hey, she went in the other room. He and that talking reckless or whatever. So she canceled. The Wait, so what, what was the reason for him popping up? Was he was he uh, keeping the kids? No, he was just trying to block. That's why he didn't want her going out. That's all so he, he what? He wasn't like there to relieve her. So how did that even ruin it? Like, why even uh, give that any attention? We ain't together. He was over there and he was talking reckless or loud. So when she said she canceled the date or whatever, I was like, all right, cool. So she's texting me. She's like, oh, he left or whatever. So I was like, how about this? How about I'll order some pizza and I send it and I have the pizza come to you guys and you order whatever movies, and when a piece gets there, I'll be on my way. By the time the piece gets there, I'll be on my way. That's what we ended up doing, right? She didn't notify him of anything that was going on, but apparently this he's texting one of his kids, and they say he asked what was they doing. They said they watching movies. And because one of the kids, I'm not gonna say his name, but this specific kid likes me a lot. All right, so. Matt's over here, blah, 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 blah. I guess he must have beelined. I said, yo, what you over there doing, man? You, ain't, you don't want to watch? Oh, I'm on the phone with my dad. I'm texting my dad. He want to know what I'm doing. I started putting my shoes on immediately. Like, yep, oh, because you I already knew. Yep, I already knew what was up. Like, yep, I'm, I'm about to get. She's like, no, he gonna, it's going to be cool. Like, we at home. I'm not going anywhere. He know. He came over there, Rach, and he acted a fucking fool. 
But this is what I'm not understanding. Like, was he banging on the door? Like, why was he even let in? I would call the police. Get off my damn door. No, she let him in. Once he got up to the door, she, you know, he banging on the door and she let him in or whatever. He come in, you know, I slapped the shit out of blah, 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 blah. And me sitting there, I'm like, man. The fact that you're there lets me know that they are they aren't together. Yeah. So why are you here? Don't yeah. get you some business. That's, yeah, and and for me, I was like, I got to get out of here because this don't make no sense to me. Now, I hope I don't hint to who I'm talking about, but she's from the West Side, and her uncles are like plug thugs, right? So I'm good with them. I'm good with them. Like every time they see me. They gave me a nickname. They they talking to me. We shooting the shit or whatever. I'm good with them. They don't have no problem with me. They got a problem with him. So I say to her, I say, yo, I'm going to just head out. Pieces here. Y'all should be good. You need any, you need me to get you anything else. I'll, I'll pay for it or whatever before I leave. We don't need your motherfucking blah, blah, blah. He acting all crazy. I, I The little buddy, little homie, he walk up. I dap him or whatever. I say, I'll see you next time, little buddy. The little girl walks up. I dap her. See you next time. And she gave me a hug. I gave her a hug. I don't want you talking about my kid. Talking all this crazy stuff. I'm getting ready to leave. And then I got I get called the pussy ass bitch and this whole ass nigga. I was just like, yo, I can't be too many of those at all, ever in life. Like you just not not here, not ever. And she's so she started yelling at me. Just get out. I was like, yo, what you say, fam? You heard me. I was like, well, won't you step outside? Like they don't even have to see it. Why don't you come downstairs? Just come downstairs with me. I, we'll we'll make sure we get this all out in the open, and we can talk. So he's standing there looking at me. I was like, we can we I was like we can talk, or we can go whatever way you wanted to go. Like, but I'm not gonna let you continue to disrespect me. Like, I'm a man. I'm a man before anything else, and I give people enough respect to hang themselves. Like, either it's gonna go correctly or it's not. So. He don't want to step outside. He don't want to talk or nothing. He running his mouth or whatever. She was like, can you please leave? I was like, yo, he can't continue to disrespect me like that. Like, I can't, I just can't take that. She's like, please, please, because it's going to escalate. And I already see it in your face. I was like, all right, you got it. I left. Walk outside. Her uncles and everybody else in the community that hang out with them are outside. They say, little buddy, where you going? I say, hey, I'm going home, man. I can't stay up there. They was like, what's going on? I was like, dude has returned and he's acting very stupid and ignorant. And I can't deal with that type of environment because I can only respond to him the way I know how to respond. And they was like, oh, man, don't even worry about that. Say no more. So we sitting there just talking, shooting the shit. I'm talking to them. I had, a, had a, you know what I'm saying, some liquor. I'm sitting out there with them or whatever. We talking. They was like, yo, I wish he would choose you instead of him. He a sucker, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yo, I don't know nothing about that. I was like, don't even tell me nothing about it. So I was like, yo, I'm about to get up out of here. And I left. I left. Two weeks later, I've been, hit, I've been hitting her up, though, in, in the two weeks time that she's not responding. Hey, you're not, you're not taking my phone calls. Hey, yo, you want to text me? Can we text? Can we talk about what's going on? Finally, she calls me and she says, you a dirty motherfucker. I thought I expected better of you. I was like, what are you talking about? You know what you did? It's like, I didn't do anything. I paid for the pizza like y'all had, you know, like, I don't know, like, what did I do? Apparently this guy ends up in a hospital beat half to death. And I'm the one to blame for it. 
So he come over there, caused all that ruckus, and her people beat him down, but it's your fault. It's my fault. She never talked. She, she, well, she did talk to me after that, but it took her a while. But I see that's 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 what I don't understand. She allowed that because she still held a torch for him. If she yeah. if she if she just put her foot down the first time, well, if you don't get your goofy ass out of the house, you don't control what I do or just not even entertain him. Have a conversation with our kids. If your daddy asks, blah, 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 what goes on in his house? You know, as long as you're not hurt or anything, it's not his business. And that's why I told him, like, yo, can I, can I, I told her originally, she said he's very jealous. So I said, well, is it possible for me to meet him and talk to him? Because I was, I like Rach. I, I like this. I really, really like this girl. And I don't, uh, you, I think you kind of get, like, I don't put my best foot forward unless I think that is something worth trying. Right. And I tried the shit. And I was just like, yo, let me meet him. Can I talk to him or whatever? I was like, no, I don't think you guys are going to be able to get along. Or I was like, oh, shit. Like, he one of them. She's like, he's very insecure. Um, he, you know, he, he's always, like, he always plotting and scheming or something like that. And I was just like, well, damn, I stay out of, out of his way. He sound like a little fox. You know, he running around, singing around, doing little shit. So I don't roll like that. Like, you know, if I bite down on you, I'm going to get on your ass, and that's going to be the end of it. So I was like, well, I'll just stay out the way then. And then he just started ruining things. But when it got to that point, yeah, I did want to do something because of the words that he was saying. I was like, I don't, how I was raised, you don't let nobody talk to you like that. I mean, yeah, you don't, but I'm sure he know the layout of the house. He can get a weapon quick. And it, 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 it would, it, has something happened to you? You've been hurt. It, it, I was willing the to take that chance. did not outweigh the risk. I'll say that. I was willing to take that chance. Not in front of them. Yeah, kids, I mean, though. but not in front but of for kids. what though? You was willing to take the chance for uh, a relationship that she that for a girl who clearly wasn't over the prior relationship. Correct. But in that moment, I'm not thinking about the relationship. I'm thinking about the disrespect I'm receiving. So tell me this, if somebody come up to you and you're, you're just by yourself, regardless of what, what type of um, uh, moves, you know, or how quick you can take somebody down. If they come up to you talking reckless and they got a gun, do, do the benefits outweigh the risk because of them disrespecting you? No, but I was younger than race. You got to understand. Like, okay, so I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't catch the young part. I, I, I was younger that then. Like I was going to look. They were gonna have to peel him off the floor or peel me off the floor. Like thank God was, you have evolved. Yes, I've evolved so much. But at the time, like I wanted that. But I left because of the sensible side of me was just like, hey, there are kids in here. She apparently has an affinity for him still. She apparently still likes him. So clearly, the best thing for you to do clearly. Yeah, because you, you let him bang in. and bang and bang. You ain't getting there. If I gotta call the police, you getting your ass off my yeah. doorstep. And but but, but when we finally talked, when we finally had the conversation, the conversation was just, it was very, it, she was being very rude. And I told her, like, I didn't do anything. She said, I know that you, I know what you did. I was like, I didn't do anything. After you told me to leave, I have never been back over on that side of the city since then. Unless it's so to go she, do. It, it never dawned her whole that maybe her, her, her brothers or cousins or whatever. Uncles. Uh, put their paws on him because the way he was acting in front of her children. And been acting that way. Been oh, acting that you way. You know what? 
So that probably that, wouldn't have worked out anyway with y'all because nah, of what you used to. No, nah, because I would have eventually like drop kicked him through the window and sent him tumbling stories down. Um, yeah, so that was one of the times I tried and it just didn't work. And after that, I was just like, I had to find somebody more simplistic and they're in control of their situation. Like I can't, I can't do that. Right. I can't do that because even to this day, it kind of still bothers me that somebody got to call me that, you know, call me words like that. And I didn't do nothing about it, but. But you're still alive, alive another day. <sighs> Look, it is what it is. Ain't no sense of crying up a spilled milk. You it can't ain't. go back and wipe it up. No, I was going to wipe him up though. I was going to wipe him up good. Be that as it may, you didn't. It's over. Nothing you can do about it. Yeah, and I'm happy because she's in whatever situation she's in. And I love my life. I love my life. Yeah, it's so. better to not dwell on it than to be looking at some uh, three-inch scar going across your chest, remembering that day every time you take a shower. Mm. It'd have been working. <laughs> as long as he got the brunt of got the brunt of it, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But that was one of those incidences where I was like, yo, this is maybe maybe trying to be selfish with this type of person isn't gonna work for me. And I am selfish. I'm very selfish. I ain't gonna lie. Like I'm selfish, but um you can't necessarily you can't do that with women who have kids because they are priorities. They have things that they have to deal with. Um, there's a schedule for them, and you can't just be trying to take up people's time when you want to. So I had to learn. I had to learn. I had to learn about that. Like yo, you can't just date women who have kids and think that you can just do whatever you want. So um, I definitely had to wake myself up out of that and proceed forward. So yeah. And then I was dating older women, which was fun. I had a lot of fun with that. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't know if this was a self-implication. I dated married women too, so. How did that work out? How did that even come about? I wasn't trying. I wasn't it trying. Never, it, never, it never happens like, okay, you know what, today, I'm gonna Today I'm here. gonna go out here and get some Mary Ooch. <laughs> no, no. You don't. So in the situations, some were dishonest and some were upfront about it. So, uh, yeah, and you end up having fun. A lot of fun. Okay. I enjoyed it. You know. I seen one recently. Uh, she's still doing what she's doing. I was like, oh, <laughs> the dude, I seen the dude. She's like, yo, you know her? I was like, yeah, yeah. I said, like, we're friends. We're friends. He just like, I feel like I just, I'm just not the only one. I just nodded like, yeah. Mm. He said, like, you don't have nothing to say? I was like, I just told you like, mm. I just told you, <laughs> you ain't, you ain't pimp. Like, is you, her, 
him and him. Like you ain't gonna never be, ain't gonna be just you by yourself. Like a variety, I guess. One of them she just committed to. Nah, I don't know what she committed to. I was like, yo, that shit is confusing. That situation is confusing because this is like, what are you doing at the end of the day? Like, what's the what's the what's the goal to to be doing it? Like, I don't get it. But I I did get the thrill. I don't know. Like, the she thrill. probably. The thrill of it, like I understand the thrill. Probably a thrill. Huh? I said it's it's probably a thrill. Yeah. Oh, I mean, maybe they have an open relationship. Maybe he got his women. Facts. Yeah. When I I cut it off, I was just like, oh, I ain't maybe. gonna do this. I ain't gonna do this. I'm not doing this. It just seemed like too much work. It just seemed like too much work. I'm sure. It seemed like too much work. Like I, I'm hanging out with you, and then he calls, and you like shh. I'm like what? I gotta be quiet, and I like I'm getting shushed while I'm hanging out. <laughs> like, like how does that? What like you gonna shush me while while we out? You know. But hey, I'll say this: some of you women are very, very crafty when it comes to that too. As far as like stepping out when it comes to, huh? I didn't hear you. Some of us are very crafty when it comes to stepping out on your man. Like y'all are very, very crafty. I mean, I think men can too. I think men can be crafty as well, but a lot of y'all just stupid. Men are just bold, like just bold and stupid, just very bold. Like I'm just gonna do it. I mean, I'm gonna sleep I, with the neighbor. I get the bold part, but if if you want to continue to be married, you gotta be smart about it. I guess like you can't <clears throat> you can't be buying hotels using the same account. Uh, using your joint account, like make it make sense. I know you ain't about this motherfucker for us because our anniversary is in May. This right. was brought in the, the middle neighbor. of April, so and it was a nice one at the W. You not you not even took taking me to the W. So we're sleeping make it with make the neighbor. Sense. Yeah, I know some guys that would sleep with the next door neighbor and everything. I was like, bro, bro why, why was? She right there, like she can. The neighbor crazy too. She look at if the wife just go over there, bop upside the head. Which I've she seen. deserve all that. That's, that's too close to home. Yeah, which I've seen. I've seen that happen. I've seen that happen. You know what I mean? Um, that's a very dangerous situation to anybody out there that's doing that. You got to be very careful because some of these guys love their woman, and not only do that, like their integrity is on the line. They ain't gonna let you just do that type of situation so you may lose your life playing around like that or or get beat the fuck up <laughs> straight up i ain't never i ain't never had nothing happen to me um i kind of judge those situations i've done it you know being single it, it's just i'll just admit it was a rush it's just a rush for what it was but it, usual, it usually is, even if the person isn't married or if they're in a relationship uh, in a relationship or it's kind of like. Um, having sex outside at uh, on the lakefront when nobody's out there. You, oh, you, you, you kind of fear being caught. 
by you know the police because you know the the lake the lake um the lakefront is is closed you fear getting being caught but the fear is so exhilarating that you can't not do it that's where all the fun comes in you know from trying to get away with doing it right so I've done that. I've had I've had my feel of all that crazy shit. I'm over it now. All that shit is dried up. Hopefully it's dried up. You know. Did you know that Terrence was the one for you? Um when Terrence and I got together, we were both um coming out of relationships mm-hmm. and we upfront told each other we were not looking for a relationship. Okay. We can talk, we can have fun, but we're not going, we're not crossing that bridge into relationship because of where we just came from. And, um, you know, the, the the mutual attraction was there and then we went from uh just messaging to now actually hearing each other's voices to uh like little stolen moments whenever we both had a chance to uh get away at, at the time i was living on 43rd and Michigan and he was living in LaGrange and we chose Roosevelt it it, it was a jewel over there I think Osco Jewel Osco and he wasn't too far from the expressway I wasn't too far from the expressway so that was like the meetup spot it was it was always after work or um maybe the weekend he didn't have his kids or um, when either my children were asleep or with my mom, and when I when I realized that on the way back home from Joel Osco that like I missed him already, oh, it was wow. it was like, huh? I said, oh wow, right. Um, I was like, you know this. Something may come of this, but we were still the whole no relationship and <clears throat> it just happened organically. Okay. Was there ever a point where you just knew like this might this might be the guy? Um when he asked me to move in, I was like, hold on, pump your brakes. I'm not moving out here. <laughs> so I'm like, is is this something that you can do? Because, you know, if we move in together, there are other steps that need to follow. I don't want to move in with you and then in two years we're talking about, you know, how we dislike each other. I'm, I'm playing for keeps. And if you're not, then let's continue doing what we're doing. Yeah. And... um I've I've always been um, 
open to have conversations that are somewhat hard. Even if I have to start them, I've, I've, I always want to know how he feels, what he's thinking, um, how something made him feel or, you know, any, anything, anything on TV or something I heard is a, is an opportunity for a conversation and to, for me to see what he thinks about certain things. And he, he never really, what was a talkative person? It was it, it wasn't necessarily one word uh, answers, but, you know, the conversations weren't open ended. And I'm like, I don't know if I could do this forever. Like, you have to talk back to me. You know, sometimes and, we're not thinking about nothing. Like, we really just like at peace and we're comfortable in the moment. You do realize. I mean, and, and that's and that's perfectly 100 percent fine. But if I have an issue with you. OK. And not not just a communication issue, but if I have an issue with you and you say, I'm sorry, and then think everything's supposed to go back to normal. No, we need to figure out why this happened. I, I want to know why you felt like what you did was OK so we can get to the point where you're you're thinking before you do it. And we we're not in this situation. You can't just apologize to me. And that's that. Right. I, I, I want to know, you know, what what even made this decision possible? Right. Get to a resolution. Yeah, exactly. Saying I'm sorry. That's a band aid. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Eventually, yeah. I'm going to take a shower and it's going to come off. Yeah. So talk to me. Yeah. So over over time, I want to say maybe like maybe like at the nine month mark, he started opening up and he started having conversations and he started explaining to me why uh, it was hard for him to have conversations. And um, I think right there is, is when I realized that this is something I can do. Of course, if he continues to evolve, this is something that I can do. And then I okayed the moving in and uh, 2011, he proposed. Awesome. Salute to him. Salute to him. It wasn't just evolving. It was trusting you. What did it say that again? It was, it just wasn't evolving. It was trusting you. Well, yeah, definitely. That, that definitely played a part. And then I also had to realize he can't move how I want him to move when I want him to move. That's correct. And and I also had to think about what went, what was okay in previous relationships. Like I, I can't expect him to just do this because I want him to do this. But th this is what I need from you. And if you can't do this, then we can't be. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not asking for something that you can't give me. I'm asking for something that you won't give me. Right. This is my so, expectation and this is what definitely, I Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's, I don't know. So I think it's kind of hard for certain men. I know for me, it's very hard. Well, not very hard, but to like completely trust. That's an issue for me. Like, cause I don't want to ever feel like I'm in a situation where I'm being embarrassed, you know, or I'm giving you all this information about me. 
and how I feel. And I don't know how this person is going to internalize it or what they're going to do with it. So the trust part for me can be, that can be very difficult. I salute him for being able to confide in you and I mean, it was either that or be without me, and yeah. he well, didn't I like the alternative. I, know, I probably know he don't. He didn't want to lose you, so right, right. He I mean, like, and, All right, my G, here you go. Also oh, helped him just evolve as a communicator. Period. You know, through and through. So it wasn't just with me. This it was something that I required, but you know, now he can have these conversations without feeling whatever. Yeah. So. Rachel, but it's very hard, like, especially us from coming from where we could, like, we're not, and I said this on the episode before, and I did somebody else's podcast, and I said this, as Black men, we're not necessarily told to be emotional. We're not told to communicate. We're told to shut up, be a man. Are you a boy or are you a man? And knowing that we're a boy, we want to say we're a boy, but we want to avoid this ass whooping. And we say, I'm a man. <laughs> and, and, and that right there is, is something that I, I don't get. I, I do not get that out. I was watching. God, what was I watching? I can't remember what I was watching. But anyway, the... It was something on Netflix. It's a series. As a matter of fact, I need to get back to it. But anyway, the guy, I think the only black guy in the movie, the, the show, he uh, he was just about to kill himself. And uh, his phone rung. He didn't answer it, but then it rung again. And he was like, OK, like, damn, I can't even kill myself in peace. So he answered his phone. And when he answered his phone, one of his best friends told him that his other best friend had just killed himself. So it was like, what the fuck? Like, wow. I I can't even kill myself now. He had wrote out this, this, this suicide letter to his wife and he was just ready to end it all. So as time went on, he realized that a lot of this stuff stemmed from his childhood. So he was seeing a therapist and um, he didn't want to tell anybody because black people, men, don't be therapists. So You're he was like, "Weak if you do that, huh?" You're considered weak if you do that. Exactly, exactly. So um, he didn't want to tell his wife because, of course, she's looking at him as this manly man. But you know, now he needs you know some type of therapy. Eh, I don't he's not the strong husband I married. So, but he's, he's keeping this all in. He has the world on his shoulder. He's unhappy at his job. He's making, um, a whole lot of money, but he's unhappy. So it's just like, it's too much. So let me just, let me just kill myself and I can end the pain. So his therapist encouraged him to talk to his parents to see if maybe someone in his family, um, dealt with depression so he go talk to his his father and he's he's like 30 something now and he's talking to his dad and his dad is basically you know you're a man you're strong you don't cry depression but then he talked to his mother and his mother held his face and was like you know your father 
has had his moments. He's not always been this great, big, strong guy that you look up to. So whatever is going on with you, don't let, you know, what he is saying or whatever uh, dictate how you should move. And one day his dad, long story short, one day his dad came over to um, uh, fix the sink that his wife had been complaining about, wanting him to do, but he didn't do it. So she called the dad. While he was fixing the sink, he found the pills. And he was like, what are these? And he was like, they're mine. And he was like, I know they're yours, but why are you taking them? And he's like, you know, because sometimes I feel depressed. And he was like, depressed? You have this beautiful wife. You have this nice house. You have this awesome job. You have all this money. What are you depressed about? And he's like, what are you sad about? Like, what's wrong with you? And he wrong way to look at it. Right. He and that was like the perfect opportunity for his daddy to let him know, even though, you know, in his big age, uh, people think, you know, once you become an adult, you don't still need your parents. But he could have that was the perfect opportunity for for him to embrace him, let him know that it was okay for him to feel what he was feeling. But he didn't. And. A, a lot of men don't get that. So all they know is aggressive, 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 aggressive. But nobody's handling their mental. You know what I'm saying? So then when they grow up and they can't hold a decent conversation. They don't even know how to approach treatment. I cannot tell you how many times. Shawty, check it out. And I'm like, who the fuck? I'm a grown woman. Like, I'm not even gonna respond to it. And when you don't want, and when you don't respond, fuck you then, bitch. Like, God, little dumbass, trick ass bitch. <laughs> your little ugly ass. Exactly. Exactly. That anyway. it was okay to be rejected. Nobody told them that nobody is gonna respond to you when you approach people like that. To all the young men out there, it's okay to be rejected. Like, it's part of the process, bro. 100%. 100%. A woman telling you no is really the best thing that could ever happen no. Like, just being rejected, is it's okay. I've been told no a few times, you know, but that's fine. Like, I, I, I've, once I realized what it was, it was a woman saying that she didn't see anything there. So, when you get paid, you go, oh, okay, cool, well. It go from fuck you, bitch, to oh, I get it now. Exactly. Like, what is all that fuck for? Now, now I gotta be afraid for my life because yeah. I'm not interested. I will not tell you how many times in my younger years I done gave out fake numbers just yeah. so I don't have to be harassed. Like, Correct. why do I want to do that though? Yeah. If I just say avoid... I'm not interested, leave it at that. And, have a and, nice day. And Let that, that, should that be, be that. that should be the thing. Like, a woman should never feel like her life is in danger just because she told you no. She should never feel like her life is in danger because she didn't want to talk to you. If she tells you no or, hey, I'm not interested, fam, push on, man. Like, just keep on moving, bro. That's it. Like, but she's nobody... obviously, and then on top of that, I don't think guys realize, like, she, this woman may have kids at home. She may be taking care of her mom or her brother or her sister or her grandmother. Like, and you, you up here out here. she may already it. just be in a relationship. Like, yeah, that part too. That part too. And because again, some men aren't taught these things and they aren't taught to just respect people in general. That's why these these situations go wrong. Again, I grew up in a house full of women. I'm very sensitive about 
the women I grew up with and how I treat certain women. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think you kind of know that. But um, if you ain't sh- shit, I'm gonna treat you <laughs> like you ain't shit. And if you are of value to me, I'm gonna treat you like you are of value to me. And if you're somewhere in between, I'm just gonna watch your motherfucking ass because I don't know, you know. But uh, definitely, um, it's a sad situation because I, I I was looking at it one day like, Yo, why do we do that? And it's the whole rejection thing. Like, no one wants to be rejected. Even women. Y'all don't want to be rejected either. I mean, yeah, I I, I definitely don't. But I, I think for women, we we probably assess the, uh, assess the situation. First, we try to see if y'all interested, you know, to begin with. We don't just, you know, motherfuckers say hi. And it's like, hey, can I get your number? It's like, oh, I'm married. You married? What you speaking to me for then? Like, uh... Because you said polite, but I think as women, we assess the situation to see if if one you guys are available. Some of us don't care, but to see if you're even susceptible to us getting to know y'all that way. Y'all, y'all see some y'all like, and it don't even be some y'all like. Y'all see an asset that y'all like. Oh, mm. she got big titties. I'ma holla at her. Oh, she got a fat ass. I'ma holla at her. Yes. Oh, she bow-legged. I'ma holla at her. Oh, she light-skinned. Oh, she got long hair. Oh, she got pretty eyes. I'ma holla at her. Like, boy, sit down. Shout out to all the chocolate women out there, because she ain't mentioned that, but you know, yeah. Chocolate women are great. Can I pause this real quick? Definitely. And we are back. Welcome to the PBS. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, so I, I think there are issues within our own black community, right? Where we need to learn how to talk to our black men and black women a lot better. Um, I think the, the levels of communication haven't been properly placed. <laughs> Uh, I think that this this is one of the things that if I have, because you never know, someone may walk up. If I end up having kids or just in general, I think we should be able to talk to each other a lot better. Um, Not just at home, but just in passing. I think the the levels of conversation just aren't there. Um, Definitely on the decline. And, And I also think social media plays a part in that as well. Before social media, like we had to talk to each other. We had to talk. There was there was no uh there was no no uh no other way around it. Like Will you, you agree wanted- with me that since texting has come into play, it has separated the lines of communication? One hundred percent. I think I sent my first text message, I think it was two thousand four. And I don't know how or when, but sometimes like, I won't lie, I get irritated when my phone ring, especially if I just sent you a message that nine times out of 10 means I don't want to talk. So reply to my message and let that be that. But if text messages have not come into play, then I would be either forced to have a conversation or just not communicate. I, so I don't mind text messages. I just think that it made me lazy to actually having a conversation with people. Now, um, I say it depends on what the conversation is. If I need to tell you, hey, make sure you grab some bread on the way home or 
hey, we're still meeting up at 12 o'clock at such and such. I think that's text message worthy. And some conversations shouldn't be held over the phone. Some conversations should be held face to face. Yeah, I think so, if levels, as a single man, if I'm going back and forth with you over text messages for an hour, that should have been an actual conversation. However, what like you don't know what I'm doing. I can be at work and maybe have a I I can easily access my phone by sending you a message, but having it to my ear or just being on the phone, even if with a headset, you know, you're you're I'm taking my attention off of something else. So I, I agree with that, but I feel like the other part of, of that is. What are the vivid details that are being uh, shown or exposed during a text message and conversation? Hey, I can't talk right now, so it's best for me to text you. And we're going to do this for like an hour. Now, if we're ending up in an hour or two and we're texting, and for me, it kind of goes, yo, this could have been a 15-minute conversation. I could have I, I agree. I agree because a lot of things can get misconstrued in a uh, text do. message. You know, you send the wrong emoji. You capitalizing things. Um, you know, you're spelling things a certain way to convey your point. I, yeah. I agree 100%. Yeah. But to anybody you know, whoever, to anybody ever come I'm in contact with me. That just cannot have the phone you know i cannot verbally have that conversation at that moment and the text messages will suffice however if i'm on my way home or on my way to work then of course i'm not about to text you for two hours call me even though yeah. i prefer those rides for my audiobook i will have a conversation during that time yeah i so i've been told in previous with previous people excuse me with previous people that, that i have dealt with that i don't seem to engage in conversation over text well and i keep telling people it is a robotic machine in my hand that i'm sending you a message through whatever you get from that you're putting your emotions into that not me 100% true. Not me. 100% if, true. I, if you tell me today i had a good i had a bad day and i send you back a message saying you got through it, so we move on. That's not me brushing you off. That's me saying, look, this shit happened. You're going to have more of those days without me getting into vivid detail. And then you go, I don't feel like you're being sensitive or empathetic to the situation I'm dealing with. Yo, don't even get that fucking involved in that shit because it's a text message through, through Androids and iPhones. You want to talk about that shit? Call me. Call me and I may just answer the phone. I may actually answer the phone and we'll have a conversation. Hey, how you feeling about that? You know what? You want me to get, come over there with a bottle of wine and we sit there and talk? Or you want to come over here with a bottle of wine? We sit here and talk because now we're engaging and we get somewhere right. with it. Text message has a way of blinding people to their own actual process. You want me to feel something that you feel, not that I feel. I yeah, that's 100% true. I may look, I could text somebody right now and put an upside down smiley face. Anybody, well, what the fuck did that mean? It's like, yo, it don't mean nothing. I just sent you an emoji just to see what was going on. And you responded in a wrong in the wrong way. It's it's a text message. And I think people be people put too much feeling into some of them. Like I don't, I look at them, I go, okay, well, maybe they meant to be mad or angry. They sent me four exclamation marks and it's in caps. 
So I guess they're yelling at me. I guess they're yelling at me. So then I'll say, hey, you want to call call and talk about it? No, texting is fine. Okay, because I'm just judging off all the caps and exclamation marks and the red face emojis that you might be mad. You know, like, I don't, I don't necessarily know. But then if you tell me everything is all right, naturally, me as O, Pep, Matt, Maddie, whatever people call me, I'm going to relax and be like, well, fuck it then. Well, then maybe, maybe that goes back to conversation. People not knowing how to have a conversation. It, it, it makes them uncomfortable. You can write until you're blue in the face to try to get your point across, but actually verbally saying what it is that you want to say, that that can be very hard for people. So it's like, nah, just text me. Like, uh, okay. No, I'm not with that. Uh, I don't mind texting as long as we stay within a realm of uh, consistency and respect. The moment you start feeling like I'm disrespecting you, it's just like, all right, no more texting. Like, let me call you and find out what's going on. <laughs> because it's going to be misconstrued, right? Hey, Rach, I love you. You may wake up one day and be like, what the fuck you mean you love me? After all this motherfucking time you love me? Like, what you trying to get? I ain't got no money for you. Like, people do that. Yeah, true. 100% true. You don't love me. You just love the money I got. Like, no, I never borrowed nothing from you. So there is no... <laughs> There is no money to be had in this situation. You over here tripping and then you over there mad about something else that got nothing to do with me. I've encountered those things. And I think that the level of communication, we need to vibrate higher. I say this all the time. We need to vibrate higher. Like raise your level of vibration. And when I say that, it's just not necessarily like what it sounds like. It just means that we have to think about the things that we're doing and speaking into the, into the world and into the, to the atmosphere you can't just say certain things or text them without repercussion like have a better understanding of the stuff that you're putting out there like i don't like that when my sister hits me up and say hey brother i love you i automatically go i love you back hug blue heart like that's what i do love you back boom there you go now if she said i love you and i turn around like well motherfucker, what the fuck do you want from me now like what do you need you know what i mean like <laughs> That's me having a bad reaction to her saying right. she loved me. When my mama does that, like, you old goat, you don't love me. You love me for what I can do. Like, you can't do that type of stuff. Like, it's a text message. Like, when my mama texts me and says that she loved me, hey, I haven't heard from you in a while, I naturally go, mama, I'm good. I'm just focusing on what I'm doing. She would text back, I know. That's why I text you, because I don't know what the hell you're doing. That's her message from. That's her literal message without the hell because she's a Christian. She don't. She don't do all that. But that's her message from me to me. That's what she says, and I respond. I was like, "Hey, I'm going to call you shortly. Are you available?" And either she's with her friends or she at home or she about to lay down, whatever it is, and we'll go from there. But I think that gets misconstrued again. The the level of communication has to be broadened, and I think that conversation between people needs to be opened up a lot more. Me saying, Rach, I'm on my way over there. Do you want me to pick up some wine, bread, cheese, dairy, whatever the hell it is? That's different. Hey, pick up these items. And you send me a list of items to pick up. And I do that. Or I go, well, damn. And then I pick them up anyway. Right. That's one thing. But you don't don't try to convey how you feel through 16 text messages to me. <laughs> 
Don't do it. Don't do it. And for those who know, like I, I got an iPhone and people were like, they, you know, iPhone let you send like mega long paragraphs and it just sends it all as one. Like, don't, don't do that shit, man. If you really need to say something to me, just, just call, just call me, just call me. It, it, it works better that way. Like, let's talk or let's be face to face so I can fully understand how you feel. Right. Conversation is supposed to relieve these type of things. Like, so we have an understanding of where each other stand. But don't do not do that. Don't send me 18. Because if you got a droid and it goes on my phone, it's like 18 messages. Yep. <laughs> You're going to keep getting that sound. And it's the same person. And then when it is like that, I get, I go, I get, I go into a frantic because I think it may be an emergency. Like people are texting me because, hey, right. yeah. And then you look and it's like 18 messages from Rachel. You're like, I'm not about to answer this at all. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you could, I'm not, I don't have no time to deal with that right now. So yeah, I definitely think the lines of communication have been blurred with the text messaging and everything. But I think if you really, and you genuinely care how a person feels, you should pick up the phone and call them. Like get a better understanding of what they what it is that they're talking about. Um, I've had to do that plenty of times with people that I'm dating and and, and talking to, and they say, "Well, what you mean?" It's like, "No, not what I mean. I can talk. I can call you and tell you." And then they go, "No, I don't want to talk right now." And it's like, "Well, if we continue texting, it's gonna be misconstrued every time That's I send you a text you know. message." So, I think everybody should be like, think, think. Think before you text. If you're going to text somebody and you're going to text them without details, that's your fault. <laughs> True indeed. I think it's your, to me, no, not just me. That's just me talking. I think it's your fault. If you text me without a bunch of details, hey, what do you think about this? I don't like it. See, that's why I didn't text you, blah, blah, blah. Well, what is, what is it that, you, that you're trying to convey? What are you trying to say to me through a text message to get me to understand? And that's why you need to have a phone call so we don't have these type of issues. But I mean, whatever. Me, I'm so nonchalant about stuff like that. I'm like, all right, cool. You can be mad because you're gonna be mad on your own. I'm not gonna let you affect my life. Right. It'll be you by yourself over there. Hey, this motherfucker here, he done throwing air at everybody. He done mm, 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 mm. throwing and catching air. Like you can have all that. It's gonna be you by yourself because I'm not about to do that with you. I'm not about to do that with you. Like if you wanted to tell me how you felt, you could have called me. That's the sincerity, right? I can hear it in your voice. If it's up close and personal, if it's a physical, it's a, if it's a physical meeting, I know and I can see it in your face how you feel. And I'll definitely one hundred percent. You can gauge those emotions. Yeah, but if you start doing text messages, it's all in caps. I'm gonna look at this shit like, oh, the code of caps means that you're upset, and like I don't, man. Look, I will bypass all that shit because. To me, it don't mean nothing. At least to me, like yo, I don't, I don't know what the fuck that means. Cause there is no code, there is no like guidelines to text messages. There is none of that. Like I, you can say whatever you want and, and get it out the way. Like that's always that's why I always ask people, hey, what are you trying to say when you tell me that? Like go into detail. I was hurt by what you said at what time? Cause you could have been hurt by many things that I said. You know, so I don't know. I don't know. I think communication is a very big thing that we have to we continue we continuously have to work on that. 
And it's never gonna it's never gonna be a situation at least at least right now where a person fully understands what you say unless they're linked in or they're synced in to how you feel. Right. But yeah, uh, I I get text messages all the time. Hey, what you doing? I'm out right now. And this is this would be my message. I'm out right now, hanging with the homies. What's up? Oh, never mind. Since you out with your guys, I ain't gonna so, say okay. Talk to you later. <laughs> right. So remember, you're putting it out there. You're putting it out there. Oh, since you out with your guys, I'm not gonna bother you. And the whole time you have an attitude when you send that to me. I don't right. know that because to me, it's a text message. That's all it is. It's words. I don't put all this emphasis unless you start putting like broken hearts across the screen. It's like, oh, let me call her because she has a broken heart, or you know, like what? Like, come on, like I, I mean, don't but know. but even with that, it. Just a simple, okay, you're out with them. I was hoping maybe we could spend a look. Like, follow up. Like, say what you mean. Don't just be fake mad over something that I didn't even know you wanted to do. And I'm saying that because it happened yesterday. This happened exactly oh. yesterday. Someone hit okay. me up. Huh? Someone hit me up yesterday. Hey, where are you? I'm out with my buddies. We having a good time. What's up? Did you get my last text message because you didn't respond? I was like, oh, I saw it, but I'm out with my buddies. <laughs> <laughs> this time has been allotted and dedicated to hanging out with my buddies. So if I'm with them and we don't get a chance to hang out often, this time is specifically ded dedicated to hanging out with them and enjoying my time with them. Oh, so, I, oh, I, I, oh, so I'm not important? has nothing to do with it. That's neither here nor there. But this is important. And we went back and forth through text message and I said, would you like me to call you later on? And I'm not, not either be too late by then. And I didn't respond. Cause I knew if I would have put- what, what is it to say? You couldn't do anything at the moment. It wasn't an emergency, so. And then if I, I would have put okay, See, that's what I'm talking about. Men, men, men. That's why I didn't even put okay. I just left it on red and I just, I left it alone. I was like, yup, yup. And the homies was like, yo, what's up? I was like, man, she want to talk about something. But I said, I was out with you guys. So yeah, you're going to have a problem later on. I was like, I know. <laughs> you know, I know. They was like, how did the message end? She said, I was out with my homies and I was acting like this wasn't a big deal. Blah, 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 blah. They was like, did you reply? I said, no, because if I say, okay, it's gonna be even worse. Like she's emotionally texting and I can't, I don't understand that. Like we're not psychic. This is not telekinetic telepathic shit. Like I don't know what, how she's thinking and how, how it's, it's going on in her head. It was like, don't respond. I'm like, I'm not like, I, it's on red fam. Like she is on red. She knows that I read it. It doesn't say I am texting you right back and this is how I feel. This is, I left it at that. And then when I got home and I called her, Oh, never mind. You know what I mean? It just, I just, I needed you to be there when I needed you to be there. I was like, okay, cool. So that's how you're going to act. And then she kept blowing up. It's like, look, I just came home. I had a good time. I'm trying to be empathetic. And you. And I said, I was like, yo, you fucking it up. Like you, you fucking it up right now. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do right now. And she hung up on me. And I was like, yay, I'm about to go take a shower and enjoy my night. So that's what I did. Sorry to you if you hear this right now. You know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. And 
it is because it actually happened and i don't I, i'm not shy about saying shit like that like you know what you was texting me and you you knew i was out you knew who i was hanging with and i told you that and you send me these vague ass messages that i'm supposed to decode i am not the decoder that is not my fucking name like that is not what i do that is not my profession i do not decode messages so we all have to work on our communication to me i agree 100 percent straight up i tell i told my my sister that i told my nephew that if there's anything you want to tell me just tell me man don't sit there and think that through a text message or through the way that you send a text message that i am supposed to know what's wrong right anybody like that's why i don't mind doing the google duo when we're face to face and i can kind of gauge what's going on facetime or whatever it is let's talk like let's let's get to a, a level of understanding don't send text messages and be like oh he understands what this means with a million hearts no the fuck i don't like you could be in a melancholy mood like i'm sad <laughs> hearts you know what i mean like you could be melancholy in the mother but like i don't know like come on man like don't don't do that don't shoot the shit with me like just tell me what's going on like i can't i can't do that when, when i hit people up rach i you hey how you doing when they say man i can't complain and I respond back, you better not, because I don't want to hit a shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Okay. No. I don't. Now, what you can do is tell me what's going on, but you can't complain. You can't complain. Like, get it off your chest, but I ain't going to allow you to complain. And if I do call you and go, yo, you got 10 minutes to complain. That's it. That's all you got is 10 minutes. And then I'm going to ask you, what are you doing to resolve it? And you say, there's nothing that I can do. So, oh, you're just venting then because you control the things that you can and the things that you can't, you just have to let it happen as it, as it will. Mm-hmm. That will be done. Like you just have to let this shit happen. So um, that's just the way I'd be seeing shit, but you're not gonna get on the phone with me and text me and bombard me. And then when I don't respond the correct way, you're gonna make me feel like I'm the guilty party. Never. Mm-mm. Hey, Rach, how you doing? I'm good. I can't complain. You better not. Hugs and kisses. <laughs> Very simple. Very simple. In reality, who wants to hear you complain? Boy, I look, I done, I done said it a couple of times to my homegirls. Like, I love you. But right now, I cannot be your emotional ear. I don't want to hear it. It's like, let's talk about something else. If that's what you want to do, call and complain. Remove yourself from the situation or do something about it. But right now, today, March 7th, I don't want to hear it. Yep. Yep. No matter, and, and, and it's not to be disrespectful to anybody that wants to complain and who has issues. It's just that you think you're the only one? You think you're the only one with some issues? We all have them. We, it's, it's how you get through them that makes you the better person and how you persevere. Like, I'm not about to get on the phone and tell Rach, my mom, my sister about everything that's going wrong with with me. What I am going to do is try to find a way to relieve those stresses and make myself feel better. Um, and then try to plot and plan because that's the that's the whole goal, plot and plan so I don't have to be there no more. Right? Right. Like, I'm not, oh, they did this and they did that. I'm like, man, fuck them people. 
let me just say that when I clock out, I'm like, man, fuck them people. Like, I don't. Same thing I said. I always get an email at 12 something from, um, I want to say like the HR department. And they're like, hey, can you send these forms over? Can you send these forms over? And I always respond, hey, this is the time I leave. I do not read or respond to emails after that. So either send the email before that while I'm still on the clock or you have to wait until the next business day when I'm working to get yeah. what you need. Otherwise, once I clock out, I'm not thinking about anything dealing with this job. This is not- and, and, and Patty LaBelle made a song for you motherfuckers. On my own. Figure that shit out, pimp. Figure it out because I don't know what you're talking about. I am on my time now. Um, and yeah, so... I don't I don't get into that man like I don't I don't mind people venting but as long as you find it, if I find out two three months from ago that the same situation we talked about early on is still going on now I'm just gonna look at you and say yo you're accountable for what really goes on yeah I don't even want to hear that conversation clearly you didn't take my advice and I'm okay with that but you're not even taking anybody's advice you're not even doing anything to remove yourself from the situation yeah. 90 days 60 to 90 days and you're still stop talking about it yeah that's a fact clearly you like being there so be there yeah why are you hit if if it bothers you that much what are you doing to remedy the situation if there is no remedy or solution then you enjoy where you are that's it. And that's all I got to say about that. Should we end it here or? I could probably do like five more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, know that's, I know that's not a lot, but if I don't put these clothes up, I'm going to be putting them up and ironing for the rest of the week. And I don't got plans for that. Okay. What do you got planned for the rest of the day? Well, I ironed, I usually try to iron two, three, two to three weeks worth of clothes, not wash, two to three weeks worth of clothes, because I hate washing. So I have, I finished washing. I just took the last load out earlier when I came down. I got to wash my comforter. So me and the little guy, I'm going to get our clothes out for the next two and a half weeks. I'm going to iron them and uh, match shirts with pants and socks underwear so when monday come or the rest of the week you know we're not trying to figure out oh i don't have any pants iron oh i don't have this i don't have that so i have to get get all that together for him and i and then you know just the regular stuff t-shirts underwear socks drawers whatever uh make them up put them in the drawers iron uh meal prep do you realize how self-sufficient you are yes yeah it's, it's like second nature when, before before my kids were older um there would be 25 outfits at a time on the on the front room sofa because all the kids they, they needed you know they need they needed clothes to wear for the weekend any given day we can be running late i don't have time for i can't find my shirt i can't find my shoes i don't know where this is Mm-mm. everything needs to be right there. Everything, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I don't care what you choose, but it's there. It's ready. Uh, outside of that, I don't, yeah, I don't know how my day will go. 
if my stuff wasn't already prepared. Do you follow the uh, the gym shoe trend, or you're not big on that? Say that again. The gym shoe trend, you know, like mothers buy kids a new pair of shoes every month or two or whatever. Do you do that? That's the thing. Nah. <laughs> I don't. I, now, okay, let me take that back. I love sneakers. All types of sneakers. You At this moment, I probably have about 350 pairs of sneakers. I just love them. I love different colors. I love different styles. Uh, my older kids, they are only into, you know, one minute they like Pumas. The next, you're back. The next minute they like um, maybe Jordans. The next minute it's Adidas. If, 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 they, if they say that, you know, they want a pair of shoes and I feel that they need a pair of shoes, like, or if it's a birthday or Christmas, then okay, I'll get them. But outside of that, like you, you have to need a pair of shoes for me to do it. Now my baby, sometimes I'll buy him two or three pairs of shoes in a month. Sometimes two or three months to go bad, I won't buy him. My thing is though, if I see a pair of shoes, like let's say, do you know who Blippy is? Who? Blippy. He's he's a a YouTube. It's, it's YouTube for kids. He's he's an adult, an adult male, of course. And uh, he wears orange and turquoise. So I saw these K-Swiss or Adidas. I think they're K-Swiss. And they were like $12. And I was like, these colors are so nice. I don't know who this guy is on there. Now my son loves Blippi. But prior to, I didn't know who he was. So... Um, I bought him because they were $12. He can't fit them. He's not going to be in a size uh, three and kids for quite a few years. But at $12, I couldn't yeah. pass them up. Yeah. So, I mean, but as far as like a gym shoe trend, buying, these kids have to earn things like that. I mean, the baby, he's a baby. So, it don't matter. He ain't going to notice. Exactly, exactly. And then the 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 oldest two, three actually, they have their own money. So it's just the baby and then the younger two whose shoes I have to pay for. And you know, when I find shoes for them, like I just found some really nice pumas for myself. I bought them, I bought some for both my daughters. Um and my youngest daughter was like, I don't like these. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let her pick her own shoes out. So needless to say, those shoes are going back. But, you know, at $22, like, I couldn't really pass them up. But Absolutely. she, I can't Bargain make shopping. her with them. I mean, I can, but you know, she doesn't like them. So. Bargain shopping, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. I shop for summer stuff in the wintertime and winter stuff in the summertime. I don't care how many years is behind or whatever i'm not really into that name brand no i i prefer my name my business name go. on stuff but you know as far as like the the high-end fashion balenciaga chanel all of that louis vuitton i'm i've never been into that i just i so here's my thing with that how are you living 
in the Jacks or in an apartment affording Balenciaga, G-Star Raw and all these other, other brands, Fendi, Versace. Like, why are you wearing this stuff and you live in a box? A cardboard exactly. box. I done seen, I'm talking about G from head to toe. The, I need to stand in line and get these $300 mics. These whatever, seven jeans, gorilla jeans, whatever you call them. The most expensive belt, baby Nate hoodie, the fucking pelly with the, with the fur on the, the, the sleeve, and then right here, and then right here, and then throughout, but on the bus stop. How? How is that? Why would you even want to get on a bus with all that? Nah, you just basically invite people to follow you where the money at, if, if there is some. Because there ain't. I mean, yeah, you wearing it, but <laughs> like, how you even feel comfortable doing that? You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. That's the other thing where financial literacy comes into play, right? 100%. You're wearing all the money, and the moment you bought it, it wasn't worth what you spent on it. At all. At all. The depreciation value of it is so so rigorous. Like, you, you, what you bought wasn't even worth it. And your mom or your dad or your grandma, your auntie, whoever it was, could have put that money into the bank or into a Roth IRA, if you're listening, and watched the money appreciate. For you, and in a couple of years, in a few years, 10, 20, 15 years, down the line, you look up, and you can do a lot more with the money than you did. That's, 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 that is too much like, right, that's why I don't understand how you can get out here, make all this money selling drugs, but you ain't got nobody on retainer. You ain't here, and you got a public defender? How? Makes no sense. But you got every pair of Jordan lined up at your mama house on the wall, but you got a PD? How? Crazy part was when I would see some of the guys pull up in the neighborhood in Bentleys. It's like, bro, you put up to the projects in a Bentley? You know if they're watching you, they're looking at that and they're going, how do you afford that? Your mama rent is $5. And you won't even pay that for the year. You should have that shit paid up for the next 30 plus years. I'm trying to, t- I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Salute Priority. to the homie because I know he probably listening. You know, I, I know you listening, motherfucker. I know you listening. <laughs> you got what you got because you did what you did. So, you know, I said it back then when you was doing it. Yo, I don't think it's smart to pull up in that when you don't have much of nothing. And when they question you about it, you can't answer the questions properly. Oh, it's in my mama name. Now she gone. Thanks a lot, buddy. And, and then that's another thing. Like, you, I'm not saying you can't be successful because you come from the project. I, I come born, well, I, wasn't, I was born in, in the extensions, grew up in the Ida B. Wells. So I'm not saying it's not possible. She was, but she, originally, she grew up in Rockford, Illinois. She lying to y'all, but I'm going to no. let her talk. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Lansing. Um, you you out here, there, there's no paper trail for this, for, this, for this money. You know, you're making all this money. Now you go get this foreign. Where's it from? You, you've not established any 
legitimate businesses. LLC don't cost anything. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, you've, you've not established anything. Even if it's just some bullshit, get it. Get the LLC. Get the business credit. Get the bank account. Get the website. Get you yeah. some shit from China. Sell that. And have that paper trail saying, hey, I, I actually can afford this, as opposed to saying, oh, it's in my mama name. Well, your mama is missing an entire 30-year work history. Oh, we see a social security. So how do you how do you explain this Bentley? And, <laughs> hey, exactly. to the homie, man, you know, wow. hey, bro, big, big, bro, you know, I love you, man, but you, you know. I, I I said that shit. You had to do that that time, but I told you, I told you, yo, don't do don't do that. And then you did it. You gotta let people bump their heads. Hopefully, yeah. it hurt enough the first time, where they don't want to do it again. Yeah, I, I, sickening. It was sickening to even watch. It's like, yo, you know, they people, everybody in the neighborhood gonna say they know you, and when these people come in here looking, they gonna just follow whoever's saying what, you know. So. Um, I always wondered about that. Like, how do you park that type of car in a neighborhood? And then someone told me, oh, LeBron did it. But LeBron knew that he wasn't, he knew where he was going. Like, he had a purpose. Like, that boy knew when he was 16 exactly. years old what he was going to Exactly. And then, I mean, let's be honest. Like, why would you even want to bring that to the neighborhood? Not only just, you know, the, the police, but you're going you're gonna to encounter jealous souls period so why not get it to the point where may, maybe you know your mama is stuck in her ways and she don't want to move but to where you're not here and i get you get the whole oh oh you think you're too good to live here uh no i just elevated and i did my time here i don't i don't want to be here you know the whole purpose is to get out the hood like and why and you for those, and for those who don't and for those who don't know the Irish have done it. The Jewish have done it. The Russians have done it. They all profited off their community and turned around and put money back into the community. Like we're the the one example that just destroys and doesn't rebuild. Like that shit sucks. That shit sucks. So for anybody out there doing that, cut that shit out, man. Like figure out, figure out, a new, figure out a new route. And if you're gonna do it, be smart about it. I don't know how. So here's the thing about it. In this era. The techno the, the technology era that we live in right now, like how do you like how do you get away with doing this shit right now? When they can definitely they, not by posting you got two for 15 on Facebook. Definitely not that way. Stay out my inbox, please, because you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> please, fam. You know what you're doing, bro. Like Stop it. Like, motherfuckers is looking at that shit, man. Like, I am years removed from all shenanigans and foolery. And I mean that. I work a legit job. I make good money. <laughs> that sounds like a sales pitch, but okay. No, it's not a sales pitch. I just want I'm to not said it sound like one. I'm just letting people know, like, life is good for me. Don't come over here trying to tell me about all that other stuff. Just because I drink 19 crimes wine doesn't mean I'm down for 19 crimes in time. <laughs> Not what it means. Bro. It just means that I enjoy the wine. The wine is pretty good. 
it is the barrel aged is pretty good you know the current cabernet sauvignon that i'm sipping on it's pretty good but i am not down for any time or any crime let that be understood i enjoy my life i enjoy waking up when i want to and texting women I i enjoy my freedom i enjoy women coming over my place and walking around and their walk arounds. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Okay. I do. It's a beautiful thing. I'm not gonna risk that for nothing and nobody. Nope, we're not doing that. I don't blame you. Why would you? To Why? be locked up Why? with a whole bunch of hard legs. Uh-oh. Be walking around sausage, 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 sausage. Like who wants to do that? Like I, I'm not interested in anything like that. I enjoy my life. And I, I want to continue to enjoy it. Maybe one day have some kids and teach them about life early on. Because no one showed me, you know, but yeah. Yeah, I think I think I think a lot, a lot of bros out there, man, y'all need to get y'all shit together. We all need to get our shit together. Communication is a big part of it. Business, Definitely. financial liter- literacy is a big thing. And trust. Uh, being emotionally involved, women want men that definitely. Are women want a man that's gonna caress her and talk to her, and say certain things to her that she ain't heard all day. You know, I be genuine I, about it though. Huh? I said be genuine. We like all that, but don't just be saying shit. Uh, for the I'm just talking about being genuine. What's this, like, what's what's to say? Uh, selling selling dreams. Nah, we we good. Uh, we, we ain't gonna sell no dreams. I'm talking about like if you really like her, bro. Well, yeah, definitely, definitely. Open up. I ain't saying cry the same day you meet her, but (laughs) (laughs) no, don't do that. But don't get retarded. Definitely open up. Yeah, yeah. If you really like her, man, you should take the chance and and, uh, push that, push that envelope, man. So, and for those who don't know, uh, being uncomfortable is actually the best position that you could be in because when you're uncomfortable, that's when you make the correct adjustments. Can't grow from being comfortable. Huh? You, there's no growth in being comfortable. The no, growth is being uncomfortable. I am I am uncomfortable right now. There's a lot I could say right now in this conversation, but I am okay. I'm very uncomfortable. I, like right now, in the last two years, this life has made me. Um, I have been happy, but I am uncomfortable because I have learned more about myself. Um, and even though I have lost. Or maybe I feel like I have lost certain relationships or friendships. I have grown in the process of it as well. So um, the person I'm talking to right now, you know, we gonna have some fun. We got some motherfucking fun. Yep. Good. Yep. I ain't out here posting or nothing. Yeah, I just don't even know, man. <laughs> Shout out to Puerto Rico, man. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Everybody in the Condito, everybody in the uh, OL San Juan, Bayamon. Uh, Alto, shout out to everybody out there. Appreciate you guys. Salud, you guys took care of me while I was there. Uh, yes, sir. Antigua, yeah, too. Yep, Rach, is there anything you want to say before we leave? Because I know you got to get going. No, this has been a joy. It wasn't really what I expected, but what? no, so hold on, that doesn't mean that explain. Okay, there you go. There you go. (laughs) Cool it. I don't grab words out the air. (laughs) Not yet. I I was I wasn't 
I don't know. I guess I was thinking more interviewee type, but this just vibe. It just flowed. So I'm 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 thankful and grateful for the experience and not just you ask me a million questions. I answer them. You don't expound at all. And then, you know, who, who can't see I, I, I'm expecting right now, you to have like. Um, for those who can't see Rachel right now, she's in a whole suit. She got like a tie on, like a bow tie. On. <laughs> ah, you are funny. She got on a <laughs> I was expecting you to have like your notebook and you to go back to questions. But yeah, I, I no. like the way this, this entire thing just flow so when i said it wasn't what i expected it wasn't necessarily for you to be like hold on well what you mean i didn't meet your expectations you didn't you exceeded them so you understand if you never caught any of my interviews i don't plan any of these there is nothing written down there is nothing over here anytime you see me looking down is me trying to get my thoughts together okay Uh, i don't write any of this stuff down i just do the interview as i see fit uh, if the person is genuine and we're having good conversation, it just naturally flows. Like I don't have to do much. I do agree with I'm that. Interviewing people that expect me to be the interviewer. So uh, question number eight, and I flip the page. Like there's none of that going on. Like we're just having a genuine conversation. It's just me and you talking, and uh, the blessing and the inspiration and the motivation is within the, the message that we give the people. So that's how I do it. Like I don't, I don't want. Because if I give you a bunch of questions, I feel like if I have the questions already written down, I feel like I should give them to you so you can go over them. And it becomes robotic. Like, it's just like playing. Like, I don't True. want it to be that way. I want it to be as genuine as possible. And we have, like, the best conversation possible. Yeah. But right now, everybody, I don't know, Rachel has on, like, a gray suit that she made from scratch with, like, a flannel pink shirt on and a bow tie. Did you enjoy me as a guest on your podcast? Yes, and I hope you come back again whenever I call. Okay, I can definitely do that. We can definitely plan something. Yeah, we can do that. Planning is is key nowadays because I understand. The older I get, the more my calendar is my best friend. Yeah, and I I realize that now. Like, I don't remember everything that I was talking about or saying to people that I said I was going to do, so it's easy to lock in things on the calendar and, and go. Right. Yes. 100%. Yep. yep. I enjoy, I enjoy the fact that now I'm able to keep schedule of everybody I'm supposed to contact and everybody I'm supposed to deal with. Um, that way they can't say, Oh, I forgot motherfucker. Zoom sends you an email. <laughs> yeah. You lie. can easily just uh, connect it to your, to your calendar and, set the notification to remind you a day, two days, a couple hours before. So it's like right there. Listen to her. Listen to her. So I know I know y'all be lying. I know y'all be lying. Oh, I didn't get the notification. You are lying, mother. You know you're lying. You know you're lying. I, I think in the beginning, it's something that they want to do at that moment. It's like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll do it. I mean, just like when, when I'm invited somewhere, in that moment, you know, I'm for it. Like, yeah, two weeks from now, next Saturday, cool, I'll get that. Next Saturday, you're tired, you're still in your pajamas, you're watching a show, and it's like, damn, why I say I was gonna go? Yeah, and happens. instead of and instead of saying, you know what, honestly, I know we planned this, but I I just really don't feel like it. They'd be like, oh, you know what, I forgot. 
That's where them hard conversations come in at. Just be real about it. I really don't feel like doing it. Yeah, just tell me. Give me an hour. Just give me an hour of your time to just say, hey, you know what? I'm not in the mood. I don't want to do it. I'll send you that one letter message. Oh, no, that one message. Cool. And we can go on about our day. Exactly. As opposed to, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, simple. I'm not going to be I'm mad. Sorry. I'm not going to be mad at anything. I'm going to go, oh, okay, cool. However, if I was looking forward to talking to you, I will put that in a message. I will say, hey, cool. Well, yeah, definitely. But like, why, why not? If you were, why not say Why not say that? Yeah, yeah. Um, one person told me the reason why they canceled is because they thought I was going to be too smart and they thought I was going to uh, try to embarrass them. And I wasn't. Person, I was I mean, that's an honesty for you, though. But then now I'm thinking, like, what type of vibes are you giving that person to make them think that? No, because it's what they posted. That's why I, uh, I <laughs> they posted some shit about being um, a black liberal and everything like that. Oh, wait, so they didn't tell this to you. They posted this. They posted. No, they posted that. And I said, hey, I would like to schedule an interview with you. And they said, well, what will we talk about? And I said, Partly your post, partly your upbringing, and everything else in between. And they say, like, "All right, cool." And they they schedule I scheduled it, and they agreed to it. And then right before it happened, like a couple of days before, they they canceled. I was like, "All right, cool." Wait, so they they came to you and said, "This is the reason why," or they just made a post about the reason? No, they why? they told me it's like, "Yo, I just I didn't feel like because I didn't have all my facts straight." That's what they told me. I didn't have my facts straight. Oh. Oh, okay. So, I mean, that's that's honesty. They, I, yeah, that's, that's super, so that's super honesty, and I appreciate it. Yeah, that's super honesty because when I told them, I was like, yo, I was gonna get at you about what you posted, and I didn't like that. Um, black people are neither should neither be liberal or conservative. Those are categories given by white people that we don't fit into. Um, your party should be strictly black and making sure that the empowerment of black people happens, financial literacy happens, and that hasn't happen and what you posted was some bullshit and i was gonna get on your ass about it and he said yeah and i didn't have my i didn't have my shit together i said well yeah never... I, I totally get that yeah. i totally no, 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 get that but we listen, can debate back and forth on this post and i can delete the shit you wrote but if we're doing this you record me i don't have all my facts straight and you upload this i can't live that down so yeah i'm gonna sit this one out yeah and i told him we can have a conversation we can have it away from zoom which we did but I told him, I just wanted you to understand you don't never choose that over the group of people that you come from. But you're going to choose what you, people are going to do what they're going to do. People are going to do what they're going to do. But And I understand it because when there's money involved, people are quick to take the easiest route rather than the hardest road. So it is what it is. Rachel Spencer, are we good? We are definitely good. This is Rachel Spencer, uh, ex-madam. From um, <laughs> <laughs> you got issues, man. Ex madam, yeah, I got a lot of issues, man. I got a lot, I got copies and chapters, and that's bad. But I appreciate you coming on here. I thank no you for doubt. being a part of my Faux Profits podcast. Glad I can I be a part of it. On here. I hope to have you back very soon. Because I need to end season one and then go into season two. That's another part. Okay. Yeah. 
I think because we're in the 40s, like I'm gonna stop at 41 or 42 and then start season two. I can dig it. Word, big bird. So uh, I'm gonna let you go ahead and do your thing. And I gotta get outside because it's stuff to look at. Well, you have you some fun while I go prepare for the week. You do that because I plan on having fun. Be out here like a sniper with a rifle. Jesus Christ. Love you, Rachel. Love you back. Later. Later.